All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Old Moon Podcast, episode four. Can you guys believe it? It's literally been four weeks already now. Four weeks. Actually nutty. Uh, We are back with the fourth segment of this. I am Blue Squadron, joined with my co-host, of course, as always, uh, twitch.tv slash VT. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi. Um, My name is VT of House Raccoon, the first of his name, the king of the seven kingdoms, and protector of the rich merchant's ring, the breaker of Olin's, and the king of dragon D's nuts across your face. Hi. <laughs> I always didn't know what to say, so I had to like write up a script of my titles, and so and now I have a proper title. So the next go ahead. time, oh, I love it. You just never it. know when the these nuts yeah. joke is going to get you. You just, <laughs> it's certainly not. Okay. And yeah. Tiltus, um, with your new tag <laughs> here, Hi. Tiltus TV, go ahead and introduce yourself. Which, what do you have? What's your title? Hello, I'm Tiltus TV. Um, I'm the killer of guilds and the, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to come up with one for next week. I'll have to rebuttal your long title. <laughs> I'm giving us the Game of Thrones intro music next week. That's what's happening. I'm, I'm coming in with a dragon, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pound him. I'll show you dragons some nuts. Uh, all right, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about tonight as uh, the game's been um, kind of popping off lately. Uh, I'm gonna start us off with one of Jakeun's um, topics that he wanted to talk about this week. Uh, uh, it was Jakeun's topic. I'll let Tiltus talk on it first. Do you guys think there will be any more classes released this year, or do you think they just stick with the Woosa Megu Tiltus? Uh, I don't want any more classes this year. I'm going I'm to be honest. I want them to come out, and I want them to fully support the expansion and push the expansion to make it as great as it can be. I want them to push to get it released globally, not just in Korea. And... Um, yeah, I want to see them. I want to see them touch and play with the the game in other places, um, rather than just uh, release more classes. I'm sure there's going to be another class. I, I anticipate one more class probably in November for Christmas hype. That's my that's my theory. Okay, uh, Jakeun, what are your thoughts? Do you think they're going to give us another class? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. We're. I don't think we're going to get a fully release class yet um this year well, because this year. We, we will still well, yeah By this year i don't think we're gonna well we might as Tilda said he we might get a um like a reveal at, at the next like calfion ball during christmas uh, i think that's like a big big t- usually the time frames I, n- I noticed that i was i was looking at the time frames for new release class- classes there's always like a announcement at the calfion ball and then we get a new class at the beginning of the year or something like that and that happened for wusa and megu and so i also uh, and an agreement with Tiltus that there might be a new class at the Calfion Ball released and probably for next year, but I don't think we're going to get a new class this this year because we don't even have a awakening for uh, Wizard Mego yet. So. That's true. That is true. That is true. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, I, you know I, I was leaning one way on this and then you guys explained your points and I thought that they were way better than mine. So I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that's some pretty good logic and reasoning. I, um, I do think that normally they like to release classes like Hype, uh, for classes at balls. So we have the Heidel Ball coming in around July. Um, but I think what they're going to do for that is they're going to wait for us and that it'll be, I don't know if they're going to wait. It'll, it'll depend on whether or not we have Wusa and Megu awakening by the Heidel Ball. 
which happens in the middle of the year. Because if we do, then I do think we're going to get one more class before the end of the year. Um, because I think that at the Heidelball, they will tease it. Uh, but I don't think we're going to get the Awakenings before the Heidelball. I think the Heidelball is going to be them teasing um, the classes. The Awakenings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the Awakenings for the classes. And then um, Elvia uh, for potentially Medaya is what I'm thinking might happen there. Uh, I mean, they can't, yeah. What's up? Oh, I accidentally closed my video ninja. Hang on just a second. I'm coming oh, back. Oh, we lost him. Oh, we <laughs> lost him. that's okay. Um, okay. Uh, are, are there any classes that you guys actually want to see? I know there's one big class that I definitely want to see and we haven't seen it yet. And they keep telling us that we're going to get different races and we just can't get there. Jaycoon, while he's figuring <laughs> his stuff out, is there any class that you I... particularly want to see, whether it be a race or a particular okay. weapon? I have a lot to say about this. Okay. So I think an alchemist class would fit right into the world of BDO. You literally play Shy. Al- <laughs> I don't think Shy is the alchemy class. I don't think Shy is the alchemy class, okay? Like, alchemy has just something so ingrained into the lore of BDO, right? We have characters like Alustin and his two daughters, Clarence and Eileen. Alustin being there for you in the Bellano storyline, Eileen being there in the Magnus quest line. We also have Gorgath, one of the greatest alchemists in Calfion, but Calfion was like, oh, Alchemy is a heresy, so we're booting you out. So he hangs around the contaminated farm to research on how to purify monsters and stuff. He also helps you with the uh, Black Star quest line as well, if you if you remember. And then we literally have Caphras. I'm sure you know Caphras, the Caphras Stone that was named after Caphras, and his title was the Immortal Alchemist. So you know he was you know one of the major cause for destruction of Kron Castle. He turned you know the King Bartali into some sort of monster because uh, the king thought he could make him immortal like him. And He's then also one last thing, the Zarka. Mm-hmm. Zarka. He was. I'm pretty sure he was summoned through the power of alchemy because there's this one quest line i know chat might know about this the quest line for the unstable crystal of unstable darkness and it was teased like way back when we don't know if it was real but we think it's real but it's this quest line that gives you um the ability to summon zarka yourself like a zarka world boss similar to how when you can catch those mystical fish right we thought that wasn't real but hey somebody caught the mystical fish and summoned extra bells I, I was there for the first and second i think there was a third extra bell that somebody gone i can't remember but i was there for two of them at least um and so i, I do think the zarka uh crystal of unstable darkness is real it's just going to be really hard to get and um it rewards you with a splendid alchemy stone of life or protection or destruction and so yeah i'm uh, sort of a long tangent i'm sure you got my point but i yeah i believe this kind of class will come to bdo and I guess for like a weapon, I was thinking some sort of wand or something that throws projectiles or something. Like, cause Ooh. I'm thinking alchemists will alchem alchemists will throw potions or something. Yeah, that's what I that's no. what I imagined was like potions and mm-hmm. bombs when you mentioned alchemist. That's weird. I was trying to hit R to get through all that lore, but it just wasn't. Oh, damn it! Oh my god, I was, it wasn't working. So I. <laughs> yeah, we, it, I, I'm part of the Land of Morning Light uh, questline where it, you get unskippable cutscenes. So that was oh, an unskippable. Okay, oh, yeah. God. unskippable cutscenes. So we, we went from a fox we, to yeah. a raccoon. Okay, I see. I see, yeah, I see we I see, love, see. we love yeah, unskippable yeah. cutscenes for sure, definitely. <laughs> um, Jaycoon, uh, I know that. Okay, so do you want your class to be male or female? Do you like? Uh, I'm skipping ahead um, a little bit here. Do you like yeah. the fact that we have 19 female classes and like seven male or like nine male classes? You know, I. 
I don't personally mind that classes are gender locked and I don't mind playing either a male or female, but I do know that some people really do mind and care for like per personal preference, which is totally fair. Uh, but I think it would be nice for more male classes. And I do think the next class will be male since the last four classes were female, right? So you would yeah, think, I do think the next class would be male. They said that after the last say, class. I would have said that after like, the three female classes. But, <laughs> they're still way they do it a fourth time. Like, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, uh, Tiltus, do you care about, uh, do you want more male classes or do you care? Or you're yeah, like pile uh, on the female classes? Uh, dude, it's the League of Legends like system, right? You you release the attractive characters and then you sell you sell things for them. Um, That's right. I'm totally for that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on board. But could we get like a little bit more male classes? Just like a little, just a little bit more. <laughs> like they're, they're, in my in my opinion, I think Drac should have been male Dark Knight, and they should have just done that because for the longest time we've been talking about male dk and it's never existed in the game um there there's a couple of class there's a couple of things that i think would make there would be really good male counterparts because that was their original concept right was like mystic striker valkyrie warrior witch wizard mm -hmm. like there was a lot of these pairings that went out and now it's just like female class female class female class female class which is fine but like change it up a little bit I... what was the last male class we got was it archer I think it was That's, sage no you gotta say archer doesn't sage, count sage, sage, sage yeah, sage. yeah. <laughs> archer doesn't count <laughs> yeah there's, again there's 20 female classes and eight male classes <laughs> <laughs> um yeah honestly i'm okay with them giving us another male class um as long as it is a dwarf uh with a warhammer i am okay Ooh. with it in that mm. case i really want one they promised us jay stood up on stage and he said he would never lie to me just like <laughs> just like my president said he would never lie to me jay stood up there and literally said we will give you classes with more races we will give you more racial diversity in your classes and we said okay and then we got a bunch of more humans like the next like looks like four classes have all been human um so i'm really hoping that they branch out a little bit um maybe not with the otter yet but like, give me, give me like a dwarf. Jakku's like, give me the otter now. Yeah, he's all up what in that. What about the papus? You know the papu? Are you team papu or team pop, uh, team otter? Huh. I'm very much team dead content. Um, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Team never going out there because it's way too far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'd love to see a dwarf with a warhammer. I personally don't care. Uh, the classes are gender locked at this point, but I will say that when I started the game, part of what almost deterred me from playing the game was the fact that the classes were gender locked. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, mm -hmm. I did not like that. I wanted to be able to play, um, like, I don't know. I, I felt like it added more customization to my character. I felt like more unique, um, having chosen my character with my class, with my race and then my, uh, yeah my gender uh and stuff but they lock your gender in which is a little annoying um yeah sometimes and I, think, I wish there was more like traditional mmo character sheet style thing yeah i mean once you dive into it a little bit more i think you realize that like the character creation of video is already so complex it doesn't need yeah, the extra true. complexity of having that um uh, gender diversity, mm -hmm. but like I still think that the game suffers from. I, I still think we absolutely lose players because they're just like, well, I can't play a male DK, so I'm out of here. Um, now, as far as making um Draconia the male DK, I nothing about Draconia to me says Dark Knight. Um, I I think that Draconia is. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I just am saying, like, I feel like thematically, 
it should have been male DK. Oh, big ass, well, big ass swords slinging around that kind of thing. Like thematically, it seemed like that was the in my head the chronological succession to. Uh, I don't know. They don't female Dark Knight. I feel like they've kind of gotten away from this concept of like the male and the female classes because oh, we've, yeah. no, no, we've no, complained absolutely. about yeah. it so much that like like bro staff is just like every time wizard gets something that witch does it, I think it's just because we're a bunch of babies every time <laughs> wizard gets something that witch doesn't all the witches are like this is bullshit this is sexist I literally I, I want to I want to change this now and vice versa you know what I mean and I think that like I think they can balance classes more efficiently if they don't make them exact mirror images of each other like oh, ninja yeah, and yeah, kuno yeah. and uh wizard and witch so i mm -hmm. i like that they've kind of stepped away from that but it does make uh gender locking i think a little bit more of an issue for a newer player i think as you dive into video it matters less and less uh, and at this point we just we we don't really fucking care i'm just gonna keep buying the female outfits whether i'm playing a female class or not <laughs> and so um, does like 90 percent of the player base so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw the, the secure. <laughs> I saw the secure set for Guardian, and it's just just like I'm throwing my money at the monitor, but nothing is happening. I don't understand. <laughs> um, okay, so moving uh, right along to uh, Awakening and Succession uh, for Wusa and Megu. Uh, what are we expecting for Awakening uh, on these classes? given what their successions are now i know that the okay and and part of the reason i wanted to talk about this is that i had somebody in my chat a couple days ago uh that was adamant that megu is going to get this tome because of this picture they released uh on the global labs uh i'll bring yeah, it up on this uh no this looks like the megu um yeah, i don't know yeah. this honestly we it, okay, so it's a picture of basically just a bunch of blossoms. It looks like the Megu animations, which is why I just assumed it was Megu. It definitely could be Wusa. It says it's concept art regardless. Regardless of what mm -hmm. happens here, this is all speculation. Uh, but she's carrying a tome in her left hand. Um, and if it is a Wusa, mm -hmm. well, let's assume that it is a Wusa. Um, they told us, again, I feel lied to. They told us that, that, that the classes were going to have identical weapons, but different play styles. Do we still think we're going to get... Mm -hmm. Uh, a Wusa with the same main hand as Megu, but the Wusa has it in the Awakening slot, and then vice versa. Or do we think that they're going to go a different direction? They're going to give them both uh, a different Awakening. Uh, Tiltus, I'll let you feel the first. Uh, to be honest, here's what I suspect they're going to do. I suspect they're going to do something where, like, Wusa gets Megu's main hand as the offhand, and then gets a completely new... Well, they already like, have an Awakening. That's true, that's true, yeah. Um... This is good. Get the bad ideas out early. Now, now give us the real. Now give us the real thoughts. Yeah. Uh, mm. Do you? Would you? Okay. If you're trying to struggle with that, would you rather have it? Um, would you rather see uh, Megu with a different play style playing with that fan in Awakening, um, or would you rather have her just like totally different? Would you rather them separate them? A little bit. Oh, I just want Megu removed from the game, but yeah, I mean, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I, I want to see them both with completely different play styles. Right now, I think that they play really similar to one another, and they also play really similar to Sage. So I want to see something different. So yeah, I think uh, I think that they lied to us. I think that we're not getting the same weapons for both classes. I think that from a lore standpoint maybe there was supposed to be some 
some iteration of that i think that may also be why we haven't gotten it yet because they realized hey wait a minute we're gonna, oh, we're gonna redo this yeah, yeah. This, this isn't what we wanted actually um so yeah i think i think we'll get different weapons for them that's um, my that's always my favorite when they announce something and then they go really quiet on it for two months because they, they yeah. then they, they realize it, it won't work yeah and then they walk it <laughs> <Yeah>. back <clears throat> blue battlefield uh jaycoon how do you feel about this <laughs> Do you feel like um, the successions, would you rather see them complement each other with their um, uh, main hands and awakenings? Um, I think they will be um, sharing. I think it'd be cool to see them sharing characteristics um, because like from a lore perspective, right there, there's the, there's these twin sisters who are at odds with one another and sort of their awakening is sort of their way to, um, understand each other because you know what i mean like when they're sharing weapons like oh right i understand her style of fighting and she understands my style of fighting so i do think in terms of just the lore they they will be sharing weapons whether it's the same weapon or not is a different question it seems like from this picture of it, it does seem like this is wusa uh when I, like when i zoom up to her face it looks like the wusa um that uh the twist is that her weapon is a book perhaps it's using the charm as part of the book or something and then um i i did see in terms of for megu's c skills megu's c skills holds out two fans when you look at her animations closely so uh, a lot of people are speculating that megu's awakening uses double fans and then for wusa it's this book according to this concept art so that's right you know it's better than one fan two, two. fans <laughs> that's right two fans mm. um yeah maybe it's maybe they are complimentary awakening weapons but the book is actually called the charm it's just that uh wusa uses a book to charm her opponents which is admittedly less charming <laughs> than the tasteful amount of leg that we see coming out of the megu um <laughs> i <laughs> i i actually would like to see i would actually like to see them complement each other um i think it goes with the lore a lot better um and although mm -hmm. other classes should be different from each other i think these two are tied together i think they've gone through extraordinary lengths um to try to tie these together both in the lore in the game uh and like through their I, I don't know everything that we've experienced through so their events their release dates everything and i think if you diverge from that i think you're just uh getting off the path so it's possible that that book that we see there actually is woos's charm um it's just a different take on that charm mm -hmm. um so that is possible and i i would i would personally like to see it um but uh are there any like mechanics okay so we've gotten a lot of We've gotten a lot of new mechanics with the Wusa and Megu succession, like between the thunderstorms and the idea of this clone. Now, the clone is not new, but the idea that you can switch positions with the clone, the, the idea that you can cast skills with the clone and interact with it like on a much more uh, sincere level is definitely something new uh, to Megu. Is there any like mechanics that you would like seen added to the game that are like that that you've seen in other MMOs? uh that you might like to see in this one jay kun I'll, I'll lead off with you on this one um so i don't know this might be like a crazy idea but um when i used to play world of warcraft for about a year and i played the priest class and priest had this really um interesting theme in shadow for like mind mind stuff and so like like mind control things changing the way uh, like, like literally controlling other 
classes so maybe like a mind control mechanic in bdo might <laughs> be, uh, that, I don't, I, I, it's a crazy idea but i just thought it was like a super cool thing from world of warcraft the whole mind control mechanic so uh, yeah there's rp implications there um, RP implications. um he's been watching way too much mind control hentai oh, um no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Exposed, exposed. Yeah. Um, Tiltus, any uh, mechanics you'd like to see? Yeah, uh, I want to see a, um, I want to see a truly like pet oriented class. Um, How dare you? I know. How dare you? I want, How dare I want you? to see. I want to see a class that like isn't tamer, isn't witch wizard. It is just a straight up. I'm a druid. Here's all of my, you know summons that i'm going to use and each ability is a different set of some almost almost like what nova is very close but a little bit more in depth to that i want it to be like if you get through the pets the the caster's toast you know there's very little things that the caster can do at that point um but especially with the new like accessories and stuff coming out like there's all these like different things that they could do to kind of balance that class but i think it would be so cool to have a summoner Style in this game. I, I think it would be super cool to have a druid where you could turn into different animals. My concern that, is, yeah. yeah, my concern is that the developer's take on animal diversity ends at exactly fucking horses. Um, <laughs> like we we have we have Pegasus one mount. We have, we have literally one mount in this whole game. It's just like so. So what do you do? Uh, uh, so I have there's this traveler camels. horse. There's I have this. Don't 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 insult my intelligence. Um, like, so what do you do? What do you ride around <laughs> with at the start of the game? Oh, I ride around with a horse. It's like oh, well, what's the best mount in the game? Oh well, I I ride around with a with a better horse. Like like that's all we've got right now. That's, <laughs> drives me nuts so like i don't know if it's actually within their their ability to code uh, a druid into the game a summoner possibly but that's what all the siege players need more shit to, <laughs> oh yeah to, to load a, in that is a good point yeah like more stuff that's what we need but like i think a summoner would be really cool i think a necromancer would be really cool yeah um, oh, yeah that would be dope too yeah i think a necromancer summoner maybe we combine the two thoughts but let's go with the warhammer dwarf first uh, I'm in on that. Um, as far as mechanical stuff that I'd like added again, yet summoners and I was going to touch on the druid thing. I would love, I love druid. I play druid in D and D and Pathfinder every single yep. time, bro. I'm just a druid because it's just got so much diversity. You can turn into so many mm-hmm. things. I think the reason they don't give us druid is because we would all just turn into a bird and fly around. Um, because flight <laughs> in this game is very limited. And if you're not going to give us flight, why are we even, why are we bothering? Here? What, are, what are we even talking about? Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think that we're going to get another class before the end of the year. Uh, assuming that the Wusa and Megu awakenings take us all the way to the Heidel ball. But I will say that honestly, what I loved recently was that the, the CMs announced guys, you're going to have another month to do seasonal. And like to all the new players, they're like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And then to all the veteran players were like, these fuckers are stalling so that they don't have to give us Wusa and Megu awakening. Like, I, <laughs> that's know. actually yeah. what's we going know. on. We've been around the block too many times to know we're too seasoned. Like, we know what they're rise. doing. They need another month to get the awakenings ready, so they're giving everyone another month on the on the seasonal stuff. Uh, and that's fine, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But, okay. Maybe they're uh, trying to actually balance it. 
Yeah, it's possible. That's a, that's a phenomenal it's, thought. Don't, you guys play test? No. <laughs> well, no, no, they don't. Yeah, no. Korea their play, the play test, their play test is like, hey, it goes on Global Labs for a week. All right. Good luck, everybody else. Yeah. I, and like, uh, okay. All right. So like, um, currently, I the, my my most recent rendition of this joke where I'm like, you guys, you play testing? What's, what's that? Um, <laughs> the... Um, I mean, it took Zethian all of like five minutes um, on stream to prove that um, summons from classes in the game, say Gore from Witch or Tamer's Pet, um, are actually affected by your monster DR, the enemy's monster DR and stuff. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So like, what are some of the implications? Like, so again, do we even playtest stuff before we send it live? <laughs> I feel like this is a pretty obvious thing. Um, but what are the classes that are most affected by this? Jaycoon, uh, I'll let you touch on it because I know you play Awakening Witch like I do. Uh, so why do you think that Awakening Witch is down tremendous right now? Um, like what are the implications? Well, a lot of their a lot of their spells um, they pair up with like their flow is literally their pet sort of replicating or adding onto their uh, spells. And if a portion, if a good portion of that damage is from the pet, then having these monster DR and like PVE iframes or whatnot, I heard was also being affected by uh, pets and anything that that's summoned like Hosh Tornadoes too are being affected. And so it, it does seem like from a PVP standpoint that these are going to be, uh, you know, uh, indirect nurse to those classes uh, because everybody received a PVE iframe for the most part other than I think Sork was the only one who didn't have a PVE iframe because their movement is already iframe in general so yeah. I'm not a big PVE player so this doesn't really affect me so I'm happy for the PVE iframes I'm like oh my god I can, I can avoid one shot mechanics in the dungeon wow you know <laughs> So. He's like, I don't care. I'm not a witch anymore. That sounds like a you problem, Blue. Yeah, sounds like, <laughs> sounds a, you like a you problem. Right I don't know. <laughs> Jeltis, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, can you honestly say you're surprised, Blue? No, again, I just, every time something like this happens, I just look around. I'm like, you guys play test? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised. We know how much spaghetti code is in this game. I mean, we do. We've seen all the various things that they've done. You know, when they nerfed sea monster hunting, you couldn't do it with the matchlock anymore. All of a sudden, elephants can no longer be damaged by matchlocks, too. What? How even do those two things correlate? Um, there well, was a... Well, why are you trying to shoot an elephant with a matchlock? I think there's a bigger question here that needs to be answered. No, 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 no. Back in the day, that was the strategy. When elephants would come to your base, everybody would pull out a matchlock, and you would burn the elephant down with the matchlock. Wait, what? It was a thing I that happened. I yes, don't remember. They, I don't remember yeah, this at all. It was, it was back in the, the medkit meta when I used to know war with corrupt, like way back in the day. That was what we did. An elephant came to the base. Everybody would pull a matchlock out. You would blast the elephant to death. And oh my then God. you would equip your normal gear again and you would go about your business and they would die really fast. But when they nerfed sea monster hunting and they made it to where sea monsters don't take damage from matchlocks anymore, they also destroyed that meta of elephants. This motherfucker was actually on an animal safari, like an African fucking <laughs> safari when he went to Node War. I'm not joking. And then the developers take it out of the game because he's very clearly trying to kill an endangered fucking species and he's pissed about it. <laughs> Well, it's just like I, it's Stop just an killing example. Our elephants. 
it's just an example there's there's so much spaghetti in this game it's actually absurd um how many things are tied to one another that we don't even know because the source code i i've got to imagine it's just a royal clusterfuck of things just everywhere so i can't say i'm surprised um now that it's been exposed it absolutely needs to be fixed like immediately in my opinion uh because that's literally taking away damage and if you're introducing pve iframes to where now all of a sudden classes can use their pve iframes to avoid summon you know summons damage um that's a problem that's a big problem mm -hmm. um yeah i mean like it's obviously a massive issue especially for the classes that rely on those pets like tamer mm -hmm. and witch and wizard and witch um and witch, and witch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i'll be honest it's it's almost it's almost funny to me that I didn't notice that this was a problem because that's how little damage I'm doing already. Um, I just what really is the difference between 49 damage and 47 damage? Um, yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I really like... hope. I don't actually know if it can be fixed. I think that like like um, Tiltus alluded to. I actually think that the game is actually coded uh, beautifully well. Um, there are obviously some some bugs here or there with the source code, but uh, the game as a whole is beautiful and the engine is really, really good, like leagues above other MMOs just because it is really coded just that well. But we do see bugs like this from time to time. One of these bugs uh, that we saw was the node war. You guys remember when uh, your... Well, well, monsters. Yeah, so like they they <laughs> coded structures as monsters, and so if you had your Kudamon, you could kill you could kill the shit out of some Kudum Node War frenzies. structures. Yeah, so everyone would be popping frenzy droughts in the middle of Node War to burn a base faster. Um, absolutely ridiculous. And honestly, they didn't even they couldn't even figure out a solution to that problem. Their solution was to just add more HP until it wasn't a problem anymore. Um, Do you remember when they took everybody's DP away during T ones? Oh, yeah. When everyone was just getting one shot out of nowhere. Like the new patch comes in and you're just getting one tapped in T1s because I don't know. So one, I don't know, the intern or whatever accidentally was going through the code and he set the, the DP cap for T1s down to zero. And so everyone was just one skilling each other, literally one skilling each other. And that happens from time to time. I'm hoping that this is something that they can fix. Um, yeah. Like this whole pet thing. I'm hoping this is something they can actually fix and that we're not going to get like, they're just going to go quiet on it. Because I, I feel like they know and they are aware, but if they just go quiet on it for multiple weeks, then I know, oh God, they don't know how to fix it. Um, mm -hmm. They actually just can't fix it. Uh, it's kind of my, uh, uh, like how, how I read the developers on that, but uh, the hopefully thing that they- scares, The thing oh, that scares me more than that is that they don't care. No, I think they do care. No, I, I, I really they... do. I think they care. I think that they, they don't want to launch. So here's the thing. When you try to fix something like that, it has implications for the rest of the game and the code mm -hmm. as a whole. And so they could fix, okay, we fixed it. And then like nine other problems spring up because of the yeah. way they fixed the problem. So like now they have to approach that problem and they have to fix it in a way that isn't going to break the rest of the game. So like, I think they really do care. I've never gotten the impression that our developers don't care about us uh, or that they don't listen to us except when Cacao was running things. But that's because Cacao's complaint department was quite literally a paper shredder. 
Um, don't worry, it's on its way <laughs> it to Perlibus right now. It was right a fax now. machine yeah. going straight into we the are, paper shredder. Yeah, it's, <laughs> just like, it's on its way out, to Perlibus right now, and then they would just throw it in the garbage, bro. Like, it's absolutely just unreal. But since Perlibus took over, I do feel like that they listen to our feedback. I do feel like they care about their player base, and they listen uh, to what we want. So, like, I... I they can't not have heard about this at this point. So they have to be working on a fix. The question is whether or not they're going to be able to find one in the coming weeks. Uh, and we will see. We will see. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So we're moving right along to one of our bigger subjects for the day. And this is grind zones uh, and regions. Okay. So the first thing I want to touch on, uh, and this was something that Jaycoon wanted to talk about. I thought it was such a good subject. Um, what are some I- of the most irrelevant grind zones in bdo that you can think of and why are they irrelevant let's just list irrelevant. them out first well uh, probably one comes to mind is a uh, waragon's nest i don't think anybody really goes there for <sighs> any reason there's nothing that really drops there poop um <laughs> <laughs> um can i can i say something about that yeah go ahead yeah i was doing um herald's quest the other day because i finally decided to finish up my hp journals and mm-hmm. uh you have to go to wargon's nest and i realized i have never in my entire time playing video <laughs> i have Been never there. killed a single wargon <laughs> i saw them off and i was like this thing exists in this game and i was like what are these doing up here bro he's always been here like what's <laughs> <laughs> my exact crash i was sitting in discord with somebody and i was like what is this i've never seen this creature before so yeah it's funny you bring that up <laughs> I've been playing the game for six years. I've never seen a war gone. <laughs> All right. What's uh, what's another grind zone that we don't ever see anymore that's basically dead? I, I just want to say... Uh, okay, okay. Jake, can you go ahead? You? Uh, go ahead. No, no, you go first. Okay, I'll go Ladies first. first. Go ahead. I'm... Okay. All right. I'm going to let you have this. I'm going to let you have this, but I'm going to let you know. I'm going to come back at you later. I'm just going to you ask for this. I'm going to come back at you later. Uh, I'm going with mains. I'm going with mains. I I I think that mains mains has been irrelevant since I started the game seven years ago. Like it wasn't <laughs> like even when like Saucens was like the go-to grind spot. Mm-hmm. Mains was still dog shit, bro. <laughs> you didn't go to mains, you were griefing. Like why would you grind there? You can make six million an hour at Elric Shrine. Why would you go to mains? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And nowadays you can still only make six million silver an hour at mains. Um, yep. and, and the mobs are super spread out. So like, I, I think that that's one of the big ones. Um, Tiltus, mm-hmm. give me one. God. Desert Fogans. I want how Desert Fogans. How, how dare you? I grinded these the other day on my guardian to get her more skill points. <laughs> you, you sit, you sit <laughs> down. That is not Desert dead. Fogans, dude. I miss that place so much. I just want to be able to go red and hop over the fucking cliff from Moy Quinn and come back. Like, I just miss that place so much. I, I had so many hours there. Cause that's where I did my... 60 to 61 grind back in the day. I have so many good memories of that place. Uh, it wouldn't yeah. be as good now, but man, I I would love to go back out there again. All right. Uh, Jake? Uh, I was going to say winter tree fossil in Mountains of Eternal Winter. Ooh, the only time you ever one. really do that once is for the quest line. That's it. You never really go back because there's nothing else that really drops there that the other grind spots don't do drop. And so, um, yeah. Winter tree fossil. At least yeah. I've um, killed those. Yeah, I completely agree. For the quest line. You have to do it for, <laughs> once for the quest line. I don't do you ever go to Wargons for for a quest line or anything? No, no, no not no, even. No. Okay. I've done Valencia one and two <laughs> so many times I can't even count. <laughs> um 
Yeah, I think that um okay, Winter Tree Files is a great one because that's like a more mm. recent one. We've recent all we've one, all been yeah. we take the easy ones, bro. Like the main <laughs> shit. I'm gonna take another easy one. I'm just gonna shoot at Elric's right now. I have so many throwbacks to Elric's. I, I used to ride at Elric's with Saucen level gear because Saucen's was where all the big people went. Um that's where all the people with the biggest E penises went. Um and I could not compete with that level of dumb fuckery so i went to elric's for unobstructed grind time and made six million silver an hour and today it makes just over six million silver an hour to grind there um <laughs> it's actually disgusting um let's see uh let's go back to tiltus you got another one for us gahaz bandits bring it back is it really that bad is gahaz really that bad right yeah, now i feel like, like it's like 32 million Wait, really? I thought that they improved the I trash think, loot. I think it's okay. Did, did they improve the trash yeah, loot? They, yeah, they did that for Fogans. Yeah. Desert Fogans too, big dog. Well, yeah, but Desert Fogans is like out in Timbuktu. It's kind of far, yeah. How dare yeah. you? You make more... I'll have you know <laughs> that I would make more at Gaha's Bandits than I would at Ash Forest. Okay, that is not a dead grind spot. You make more than what the end game premier grind spot How Ash Forest. How much is that? Ash Forest is terrible. It's like literally 100 million silver an hour. Let me out. Let me out. I'm being held held against my will. It's terrible. (laughs) It's awful. What's the trash it goes? Um, oh, I'm gonna look now. Like 14,000. It's similar to um, Centaurs or something, right? Just yeah, like, no, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, No, they they reworked all of them at the same time. Tiltus, like that's that's what they did. They reworked all the desert desert fogans. Believe it or not, also has reworked trash loot. All of them. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you're the That's one that just so said you wanted away. him back. I, it's I so far, back like it's better. Popular, He's like, I don't not care. Just be back like, for me to run in circles around it. So I want to go back and be popular. I want to see four or five people there doing all the rotations at the same yeah. time. Chad is telling me so I can me flag up and kill them all. Um. Okay. Um. So I think that we can agree. Uh. Based off this list, most of the spots are basically Medaya or old valencia spots right um and why do you think they're dead grind spots and is it literally just about the money yeah oh yeah 110 i'm not in it for the money but i won't grind there if it doesn't make any money so no it's 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 about the consistent (laughs) it's about the consistent money it's about the trash trash per hour value i think um when it comes to a grind spot if there's no like specific unique relevant item that drops from there mm-hmm. then it, it it that's like defining it as irrelevant because um i think what makes a rele- a, a spot relevant is um uh, if it contains something you go there to get like a unique accessory potion piece or like a cup upgrade or a fallen god flame none of those really drop from the places that we've listed not even winter tree fossil i don't think even drops in ember at winter tree fossil it's not even the loot table if that I'm would not be mistaken. useful yeah, it no, drops drop it drops the um uh the 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 green crystals you know the uh at like the green adamantines you know what i'm talking about yeah like oh, okay the, mm-hmm. the yeah, non-rbf adamantines it drops yeah. those oh, uh, yeah. that have like 25 percent grapple resist 25 percent um stun resist those ones uh, i think that's the only thing that's useful there but those are like dropped really commonly um so you're saying drops is like the primary drops in like money silver per hour mm-hmm. um are like the two big things but like mm-hmm. is it good that the game has a lot of dead grind zones or is that just strictly a bad thing is that good in any universe that we just have 
a ton of grind zones that just aren't going to be used by it, that are just vacant for weeks at a time on every server. Um, Celtus, you know, all right, oh, guys, Jake, no, Jake, do it. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I think, I think it is important that there are bad grind zones so that new players can understand that this is a bad grind zone. And then I, so they can go to the better grind zones, you know, cause if every, every grind zone was good, then nothing's good. Right. You know what I mean? Like everything, yeah, if yeah, everything's yeah, perfect, then saying. nothing's for You know what I mean? So I do think that was like, mate, I'm trying to give them the benefit of doubt. I'm trying to give Jay, he, Kim the benefit of doubt that that's why they designed some bad name. grinds. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually, I actually agree. I, th I do think there needs to be bad grind zones in the game because the sheer amount of grind zones that we have in the game now, um, you would spread out the already thin grinding player base so much that you would maybe not even see a soul during your hour if it was if every spot was as good as it could be um yeah i mean like i like having the entire player base completely spread out i'm a, I'm a big fan of oh, having really? the entire player base completely spread out otherwise we got to compete for everything Everybody got, otherwise, otherwise we got to compete for all the resources and stuff. Just a, just a second. Choice, thank you for that right big man. How you doing? Yo, Mots, can we get that shout out? Thank you. Sorry, Choice just rated me. We're, we're in. Uh, hello, oh, okay. everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to the Choice's yeah. stream. <laughs> welcome to the Old Moon Podcast, guys. I'm joined here with Jaycoon VT and Tiltus. Uh, currently, we're talking about uh, irrelevant grind spots, whether they're just strictly bad for the game or whether they're good. Uh, and my two cents on this uh, is really, that I think that I think it's good to have some grind zones that are okay. I mean, some people would consider an irrelevant grind. Part of the reason I was like, okay, so drops and silver per hour, those are your two measurements. I think that most people uh, weigh like how good or, or irrelevant a grind spot is by the silver per hour. And if you have some grind spots that make marginally less silver per hour, people just think, oh, this is irrelevant. And I'm gonna be honest with you, as an awakening witch grinder, oh, thank goodness. Um, I have somewhere to go that people can't just disrupt me all the time. I like that. Um, now I will say that there's probably too many right now. Um, in BDL, I think that especially Medaya is just riddled. Every single grind spot yeah. in Medaya is just a, is just a complete disaster. Um, right now, and I think that just we're all. You got. Don't you don't know. don't insult my intelligence. Um, we call. We call it Kraftuga for a reason. Um, Kraftuga. The, uh, <laughs> the only thing good about Kraftuga is you, you go there for artifacts and then you leave and then you never go back again. And most <laughs> people don't even go there for that. Um, but like, so Medaya is just kind of a disaster. Um, I know they reworked Valencia, but the problem is some of those spots are really difficult to get to. So I think that until Elvia Realm comes out I th uh, for Valencia, which might be a minute, uh, I think that we're kind of stuck on... Uh, where we're at with the Valencia regions, but I think that Medaya is in much more dire need um, yeah. of an update right now in terms of like think, the overall grind spots. Do you think Medaya gets Elvia zones like next? Uh, yeah, that's one of our next yeah. topics here. Um, mm -hmm. Is that I really do? Yeah, I think that I think that's the big thing that they're going to talk about at the Calfion ball. I mean, at the at the yeah. Heidel ball. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that they're going to be introducing us to uh, Medaya Elvia now. Uh, okay, these are gonna be, this is gonna be hot button, hot button for any of the veterans in in the audience are gonna know all about this. But I'm gonna ask you guys, which grind zones are you most excited about for Medaya Elvia? Tiltus, go first. Susans. I was gonna oh, say, and why is it Saucens? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and no, why no, is no, it Saucens? My nostalgia's kicking in. It's Helm's Post. 
oh i'm gonna have Get, so much oh. fun it's like, bro, it's like the one guy he's like i'm different from the other girls like <laughs> it's my hey, nostalgia buddy. man it's so i really like mains grind because it's where i did my like uh to 56 grind on my dk when i first started playing and then i really like helms post because it's where i did 56 to 58 so like i remember those zones very vividly because i spent a lot of time there so i really like both of those zones uh yeah i think saucens is like the number one but yeah like <laughs> expected like you can't go wrong aside from saucens for most of us uh i think that the next most common he- answer is helms okay i think that that is fair mm-hmm. yeah um but um they can't just have two grind spots so would you rather see abandoned i call it aim no one else calls it aim but i'm really hoping it catches on one of these years uh abandoned iron mine or um elric shrine which one would you rather see? I'm gonna say abandoned iron mine uh, because I think that the mechanics for would be so sick. the yeah. elites would be super dope. Mm. Same. There's, I think abandoned iron mine. So many. Mm-hmm. So. There's a couple. There, there's like the troll. Um, what do you call? You know the troll elites there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. That's where you go. Maybe they'll they'll bring there's a some. little bit of a uh, Quint Hill into the <laughs> into abandoned <laughs> iron mines. <so. laughs> Um, I think that, uh, yeah, I think Abandoned Iron Mine, it definitely has the coolest implications because they already had, um, some really cool mechanics. That, like, like, it was the only spot that had, like, big elites that you could go around and farm. Mm-hmm. And I used to do that all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to go there for, like, the, the crystals and stuff. It was actually really good silver per hour if you could find, yeah. if you could, like, constantly server hop and find the, uh, the bosses. Elite but rotations, I, yeah. Yeah, and I actually am curious now because, honestly, this is a great segue. You guys are doing great today, segueing us into the next topic. <laughs> um, the, uh, do you think, would you rather see Medaya Elvia? So we know that Land of the Morning Light is going to be this boss-focused PvE uh, content. Right, which is a completely different take than we've ever seen before. It's not party. It's not well. I mean, it is solo, but it's it's not like our normal solo PVE content where we have basic mechanics. Do you think that they're gonna go with another boss centric, uh, like Medaya Elvia? Do you think that we're just gonna get bosses in Medaya Elvia, or do you think it's gonna be just like the other Elvia regions, or do you think they're gonna take it a different direction? Uh, Jake, you can go first. Um, I think it's gonna be similar to um Caltheon and Serendia Elvia it's just going to be this um just like a regular grind zone because uh Land of Morning Light is boss focused and I don't know if they're gonna you know they're gonna want to go back to grind focus boss focus or something um because we are getting like a lot of just like one-on-one stuff in Land of Morning Light and so I don't know if they want to continue that in in the next Elvia zone. Elvia zone has always been to me, the theme of killing mass amounts of monsters. And you get this like sort of power up, right. With the weapons. And then Calpheon Elvia, it's like the, uh, the rift mechanic where you get a little bit of a power up. I would like to see the awakening, uh, exclusive skills come back because again, I think we mentioned last, um, last, last podcast, the awakening, uh, Elvia exclusive abilities only, applies in Serenia when you have a weapon. So I would like to see that spell come back to um, the rest of the Elvia zones. Oh yeah. I don't know why they took that away in Calpheon Elvia. Like they, yeah. they interested, it seemed like a really cool mechanic, interesting. And then they just took it away from us. Um, I'm not really certain why, maybe it's cause they couldn't balance it between all the different classes and it was just an extra headache for them. 
I don't. How did you not see that beforehand as being a problem? But <laughs> I mean, again, we only we get it for like five, ten minutes, right? The upgrade. So I wouldn't mind just like a one shot hit for like five to ten minutes. It does. I don't think that's that big of a deal for me. I feel powerful. That's that's sort of the. Uh, I think that's what they said at the uh, the dev notes that Serenia Elvia, the Elvia zones were meant to make players feel powerful for a small moment, and so right. those abilities definitely made you feel powerful in Elvia. Sure. now which one would you guys prefer would you prefer to see um i think i don't we've seen one party grind spot for the elvia region so far i think and that's um altar imps oh no no two 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 because castle two. ruins was castle, also castle ruins, castle ruins was also castle ruins believer would you rather <laughs> for medaya elvia would you rather see the party the boss or like the normal like solo content which one would you guys prefer uh something similar to Olin's Valley. I would I would uh, love another like Olin's Valley alternative. Like something that you're just a group maybe a five another five man party zone because oh, Upper Gyphons was the only five man party zone where you killed a lot of monsters. Why not a five man version of Olin's in Elvia right. I'm going to All right, I'm going to throw I, this out there. I'm yeah. going to pitch this as an idea. How about <laughs> there's one at Sausens. There's one person grinding and then we have four pack mules running behind that one person helping them pick up loot and we call it party grinding we call it party grinding that's party it grinding. that's it send it out you are welcome you throw it away back i know we talked about this last week or the week before i, <laughs> I, I want to roll Jesus. up with a wagon Okay. Wagon. Um yeah, I think five man like saucins would be sick. And I think it would yeah. be a throwback. And I think the GVGs at that at Saucins, because it's like really close to Heidel, right? Whenever you have a <laughs> really centralized location, I think the GVGs are a complete clown fiesta, which to me is the coolest part of releasing new grind spots like that because you you get the whole idea okay i have to go grind for some more high-end stuff that brings all the high-end players to the grind spots all the high-end players are typically really really geared so like they they all want to fight each other over the resources uh and that's what makes pve grinding uh so uh efficient <clears throat> boss grinding is <clears throat> not not like that and that that we're gonna miss that in land of the morning light uh, so we're not going to get that with that. So I'm really hoping we see that with like, if we give Saucens a party grind spot, then we get to see a lot more GVGs at Saucens because you already have 10 people mm -hmm. there. We'll see a lot more grind. wagons I mean, too because GVG. they'll probably, they'll probably make all the trash to different trashes so we can't stack them. So <laughs> they'll bring back wagons. Yeah. You know, Dear that's Jay. what we want, right? Good job segueing into trade rework, Jay. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, no, I did want to touch on We didn't talk at all about Schultz Schultz Guard, Soldier's Grave Elric Shrine, and Harash There's a lot of grind spots in Medaya yeah, there are. Like a lot hmm. And there were a lot of grind spots in Calpheon too uh, And now there is just Hex Sanctuary So hmm. Now there's Hex <laughs> I mean, I go to Trolls, Trolls is not that bad You go to Trolls because you're yeah. Because, you're because I can't find gear. a spot at Hex. Because so. you're capped He's gear and you can't find girl. a spot. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you're different than the other girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have ears. Um, <laughs> so, like, do, do you guys want to see? Did, do you guys, did you guys ever grind a Schultz or Soldier's Grave or Elder Shrine or Rosh for any reason? And don't say the Awakening quest lines. That's cheating. Um, there was a brief, there was a very brief time where we would grind up all of our seasonal characters at Schultz. And I can't remember why we did that. 
um it was like two years ago when seasonal first came out i remember we'd all stand up uh, i don't remember why we like why we chose to do that over it's like near mock or something it's because it's because you can stand at like a central on location yeah. on the tent and yeah. you don't have That's to move. Gotta it's be like, the reason why we're like yeah. literally the laziest people in the in the entire universe the the devs are like we've done it we've made schultz relevant and we're like okay we really are just super lazy and don't want to have to move while we're being unleashed and yeah. like, we're standing up there on the platform keep going around we're almost yeah. there <laughs> Two more um, hours, two more hours. Right. What about Soldier's Grave? Uh, Soldier's Grave, little known fact, um, one, some of the best, or it used to be some of the best skill EXP in the entire game. Mm -hmm. used, that used to be where you would go. The problem is the optimization at Soldier's Grave is just above flaming garbage. Just above flaming <laughs> garbage. It's that bad. The optimization That's there is good. terrible. But I think it's actually an interesting spot if they were going to make it Elvia. I mean, the, the mobs, you know, they go under the ground and stuff, and then they rise mm -hmm. up. I think that would be really neat. And they could do a lot with the with the bosses there. The problem is, I think the optimization there would just kill the spot. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to fix yep. the optimization there, or if they're even going to bother <laughs> trying to fix it. So, um, what about Harash? You guys grind Harash for anything other no. than... Harash? Oh my gosh. There it is. This, is, uh... this, is the, this, this man is literally the forefront... <laughs> Peak I'm opening up my PVE, world map. I'm my peak world. PVE content um, gamer <laughs> doesn't know Harash Ancient Ruins. How dare you? Don't you remember Hazra? Those you mean Hazra? It's not Harash. It's okay, Hazra. 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 It's the same thing. Nobody <laughs> cares. Nobody cares. It's not the same thing. It's all the same it's thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Um, no, nobody gives a shit. That's how irrelevant it is. So, like, what about what about uh, Hazra? What do you guys think about Hazra? Do you think it would be a cool spot, or do you think that it's just it's doomed to be the guild? Um, um, like the so the only reason anyone does it nowadays is for the guild missions to get the guild bosses every week for their guild. Yeah, and Jacob's like, you guys guild missions? Guild missions. I think Kratuga was sort of an attempt. I feel like um, before Elvia, I, I think um, Paddock's Island, uh, Abandoned Monastery, Kratuga Ruins was like sort of the, like early versions of Elvia as like a rehashed mm -hmm. spot. Right, because Patty's Island reuses spots from Pirate Island, right? Mm -hmm. Abandoned Monastery reuses um, mobs from Abandoned Monastery, but they just mm -hmm. give higher stats. And same thing with Kratuga. Kratuga has the same mobs, they just have higher stats. And so I don't know if they're going to make Hazra Ruins uh, an Elvia version because there's already Kratuga. Because yeah. that sort of happened with um, Abandoned Monastery. Like, Abandoned Monastery never got a uh, Elvia version because we already have a Bandit Monastery, so... Yeah, that, that was my thoughts on it, too, is I feel like that'd be one of the places they would leave out because there is Kirtuka, which is supposed to be somewhat comparable, even though it's not. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about Omar freaking Lava Cave. <gasps> Omar Lava Cave. I didn't oh even yeah, remember I forgot it. about Lava Cave, too. I didn't we even remember it. simultaneously. <laughs> oh, my God. Does anyone... Did anyone actually grind there? I thought that that was just a spot that you went to that happened to have mobs. I go there for my dark rift. Um, yeah. And that's it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I don't. I think I tested it for XP back when I first started the game, and I think I decided I didn't like it and went to mains instead. It's an interesting place. It's probably one of the more interesting zones in the game, though. There's giant magma cave. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I, yeah, I could see yeah, you doing just, like a fair boss, like Elvia boss style, like zone for that. Like you go here and you farm this boss or something not. like that. There's no shot, bro. If they if they make Elvia Omar lava cave, I will eat my hat. <laughs> There's not a chance. There's not a chance. Let's get them old get Elvia, and watch it on There's not a chance, bro. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. Like, um. So okay. So what are some of the things we think we're going to get from there? I think that we're going to get... Honestly, do you think they're going to change up the cups? Do you think they're going to just keep giving us more different uh, cups, like accessory enhancements? Or how do you think they're going to spice it up? Because uh, as Jay touched on, a big part of why people grind at new locations is obviously the silver per hour, uh, but also the drops that drop there, right? Mm -hmm. So like, do we think that they're just going to keep giving us um, these cups? They seem to be a really good uh, recipe for a lot of different players for like, I don't know, diversifying their gear a little bit. So do you think that they just expand on the cup thing a little bit? Or do you think that we're going to get something new? Uh, Jay, what would you like to see? I think they're going to continue with the the cup thematic because um, or upgrade upgrade mechanic is how it, I would put it because yeah. <laughs> Calpheon Elvia allowed you to upgrade your alchemy stone for the first time, right? Mm -hmm. And then Serenia Elvia cups allowed you to upgrade your accessories for the first time. So um, perhaps it might not be another accessory cup upgrade or alchemy cup upgrade. It might be maybe you're just upgrading your armors or weapons this time mm. maybe a main head upgrade because we, we we already have you know the fiery upgrade for the main awakening and the offhand what about a main head awakening upgrade so i think that would be in line and in brand with the theme of upgrade mechanic yeah okay. yeah I, I, well, I like that yeah yeah this idea of actually enchanting your gear is a newer concept we got it with like garmas heart and stuff we've seen mm -hmm. it a few times and honestly it's just successful every time uh also when people say i want to enchant my gear we don't have to make fun of them as much anymore um yeah. for not saying enhance so like i i think that the <laughs> cup idea is really cool um and i think that they should continue on with it i just they just exp expand it to the other gear slots although the problem with doing that for something like armor uh is that if you give evasion any more ground especially with the new crystals i am oh, gonna be God. doing the macarena don't make me kiss you um <laughs> i'm fairly certain people just won't hit anything um yeah, at that point literally turn into rock lee rolling on the ground oh yeah. all the what about death. artifact <laughs> upgrades like you can upgrade your artifact well that's an idea Ooh, artifacts although, are relatively new but i could see them going that route Although, mm -hmm. I honestly, I would like to see, if they're going to do that route, I would like them to see it open up the whole world again. When Artifacts dropped, it was a clown fiesta. Everyone, nothing oh, yeah. was a dead grind spot. You had to go, man, I was over at Paddock's. I was down at, mm -hmm. um, I was up at Thornwood. There were all kinds of places. Still didn't go to Winter Tree Fossils. That place is garbage. <laughs> but like um, everywhere except basically Winter Tree Fossils, everyone was going for all these artifacts and stuff. And yeah. I think that if they're going to buff artifacts again, I think that they should open it up to the whole server again and be like, okay, yeah, now your artifact upgrades drop in all these different locations. Um, <clears> because again, that would make a lot of the diverse grind Don't spots. Don't make Wargons relevant again. Oh my God. No, we're not giving them the Wargons. No, we're not giving them. We're not giving them the Wargons. We're actually, we're going to make it um, somewhere that no one grinds ever. I was thinking like Hex Sanctuary. Hex Sanctuary. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, why don't we just yeah, make right, the artifacts right, right, right. in Hex Sanctuary um, so that mm -hmm. we never have to leave? Um, yeah, it's probably fair. Um, okay, so I think we've touched on uh, grind zones enough at this point. Uh, as far as Land of the Morning Light goes, we'll see that in about eight months to six years. 
Um, but beyond Match. Land of the Morning Light, <laughs> bro, I, I'm thinking six months at a minimum, but we will see. Beyond Land of the Morning Light, though, um, which region do you think is going to be next? Slash, which region do we want to see the most? Your options here um, are A. Well, I'm, I'm going to type this out. Uh, you have um, Land of the Morning Light 2. You have Land of Demons, which is that like island north of Valencia. This would be like a Valencia 2 expansion. You have like Medaya 2, which is like that southern Medaya region. You have um, Mountain of Eternal Winter 2. And then you have, I think that's it, right? There's like the only four... Yeah. This is the only four that we have. So, do you guys want to see Land of the Morning Light 2, Valencia 2, which is like that Land of Demons area, Medaya 2, or Mountain of Eternal Winter 2? And also, do you think that's going to be the next expansion, or do you think it's going to be something else? Um, Jay, it was your topic. I'll let you touch I, on it first. Go ahead, buddy. I think, uh, just lore-wise, if you completed the Mountains of Eternal Winter quest line, you should have gotten this key called Valencian Gold Key, which says it's like the key, like one of the keys needed to open... The land of demons which is called alieli that's the lore name for it alieli and so i do think uh north of valencia will be the next expansion we actually have some description of north of valencia um it's actually supposed to be sort of a jungle region and there's a volcano in the middle so well, i don't think we've ever had some sort of like jungle the new region valencia yet, region so. Yeah, north it, of Valencia. You're right. Come Sylvia doesn't count as an expansion. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> the, um, well, I think Come Sylvia is more of a no. forest instead of a jungle. I, you know, jungle. When I think of jungle, I think of Amazon. You know, hot. It's climate, literally like it's Avatar. Around. It's just Avatar the expansion. Um, True. Like, yeah, it gets its I, own its own separate world. Yeah. Like, okay, uh, Tiltus, what do you think we're gonna get next? Uh, we'll probably get uh, Land of Demons. To to be completely honest, I feel like that's a pretty big section of the map that's been teased for a while that we haven't gotten. I would like to see the area south of uh, Madaya first, but I think it will be Land of Demons first. Why do you want to see that? Or they'll just straight ride the hype of Land of Morning Light and do the Land of Morning Light too. So that's a possibility as well. But yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've I've just always been intrigued by uh that area over there. I mean, there's like there's stuff over there on the map. I mean, but you know, we don't ever really go there, so I would like to see it. Oh, you mean South of Yeah, there's a little castle yeah. over there. Yeah, exactly. New Castle so. Siege, Pog. New Castle Siege. Uh, Thornwood Castle when? Uh. That's what we all love so much about Siege is I know that every Siege player loves sieging a castle. That is literally the best part of Siege. Oh my God, please don't give us another castle. Um, honestly, if they, if they just took the castles away, does Siege just become better? Um, that's a little off. That's a little off subject. Let's, let's stay on. Let's, let's stay on subject. Whoa, I think that, whoa, whoa. I think, <laughs> hey, boo, you're off script. You're off abort, script. Abort, stay abort, with the abort. note cards. Um, but uh, I think that we're going to get, um, probably land of demons. It's really annoying that Jay knows the lore on it. Um, uh, sorry. Oh, so boring. They've gone against the lore before. I'm just, I feel like they're not going to give us the dwarf class with the obvious Warhammer until we get Mountain of Eternal Winter 2. And that bothers me mm -hmm. because I want to play with the giant hammer. 
Um, what kind of class would um, a hammer class be? I was thinking when I, when I think of dwarf and hammer, I think of a blacksmith class. Well, yeah, that's that, that's like the standard, you know, he's hitting like this thing. <laughs> well, what is, yeah, like a, yeah, destroyer. I like that. I like that. Um, like I, I, anything, uh, here's a, here's a thought. Um, reforged um, is a class. It's easy. Um, that's it. Ship it, send it out. Although I think that, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I think we're going to get the land of demons, but the, it's really weird to call it the land of demons. Cause we don't really have <clears throat> demons in BDO, which opens up the idea of potential, like the necromancy stuff, right? Like oh, they, they, yeah. they could potentially give us, I mean, it's demons, right? Like he, clerics, something, something. Yeah. clerics, get out of, we have, we have Valkyrie. We don't need clerics. We'll be okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just saying like demons, clerics, like. If they paladin. release paladin they, class, I feel like those paladin is Valkyrie. Let's be honest here. Yeah, I um, was. I was. I love how Jake just forgot that Valkyrie existed. For me. What is a Valkyrie? Uh, <laughs> we already have. Hey, 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 hey relax. <laughs> They're all just paladin reskin in it, into it. Like I. Um. So we already do have that. It's I the do pair think for Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> Literally though, like actually though, um. Okay. Uh, all right. So I think that we've all uh, kind of agreed that Land of Demons wants you to. Although you said, I don't know, on the map, when you look at it, when you look at this mm -hmm. little island on the map, um, you, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, like snow there. Mm -hmm. And I know that probably means literally nothing. Um, mm -hmm. But I thought that it was going to be kind of snowy. And then Jay's throwing around this idea of a volcano. So I don't, where did you hear that, Jay? Um, from one of my viewers, we were discussing it, and then they said oh, they looked into the lore. Experts. So I just yeah, the experts Twitch chat. Twitch chat. Twitch chat. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's sounds like a incredible really story conversation. To me. That's what they said. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, there's some we truth need sources. To what we need sources yeah, right now. Sources. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I heard <laughs> it from my you know my friend from a friend. Your you know? friend, yeah, his older yeah. brother actually. My older, mm -hmm. yeah, twice yeah. yeah. removed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, okay, I think we've talked enough on the expansions and stuff. Let's pivot to uh, over to our Global Lab patch notes uh, for the day. Um, all right, we're just going to go ahead and get it out of the way early. Uh, what do we think about these archer changes? What, what, what's going on with it? Why? why? What, 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 what the hell? Tiltus, you can go first. What do you think about the archer changes? Man, I'm torn. Like, so I was... Shameless plug here. We we are now on Spotify, so I was shamelessly listening to our own first episode on Spotify earlier today, <laughs> and we talked oh, about. Um, we ended up actually talking about. Um, Jay, the, hold on, um, hold on, one one sec. Jay, did you just say "oh snap"? Is this like the first you're hearing about it? No, I, I, I did hear it. I'm just trying to play chat? into it. I'm playing into I'm it. Just, okay, all right. I'm just saying, I, I was a little offended. Don't I worry. Like... I saw it. <laughs> Blue was like, oh. I'm, so I'm, I feel like Delphi. No one reads my out. announcements. Like, I, it's ridiculous. Like, okay, all right. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, yeah, so I think Archer is going to be... Um, I think it's going to be interesting. I think it it brings it brings something to the table. I know I still talking with archers. I don't feel it's a hundred percent everything they wanted, but rarely do we get everything that like somebody that plays the class, you know, religiously wants. Um, I do think they added some protections to stuff, which I think was asked for. I really, I, one of the things I actually like, and this is going to sound weird because I hate going against this. 
um, is the uh, meteor dive distance. I think that was a really good change for archers because I feel like that's one of the issues that the class has is just escaping when somebody gets to them. Um, okay, so, so I know what you're talking about, but other viewers don't. So you should, you should explain what meteor dive is so that oh, they know yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. all um, know. <laughs> sorry yeah we, we talked about that yeah um so meteor dive is the archer skill i believe it's space bar i haven't played it in a while um but it, it basically gives um them kind of a reactionary ability to disengage like backflip away from their target um and they've increased the distance that which you basically backflip away from your target um which i think will be good for archers because i know playing against that class that's one of the problems that class has is escaping once somebody reaches them um so i like that a lot um i do think they touched on some of the movement uh of the class as well like looking at the uproot skill um uh, the distance it travels backwards has also been increased, but I don't believe this skill is protected, um, which is another disengage option, which is good. Um, so I think overall, I think it is more what we were talking about the very first time we brought up Archer, because Archer got buffed recently. They increased the damage numbers. Dam number go up, brain. Number up, chemical. good. Yeah, number yeah, up, exactly. good. Um, yeah. And these are more the changes I believe that the archers were asking for is more protection and some kind of movement. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure about their protection because I don't play the class personally, but I know the movement on these skills looks way better for archer because it has been very static where it feels like everything else is sped up. Um, because, so, yeah, because that's what um, the longest range class in the game needed was more uh, movement and protection. Yeah, that's going to help me. I, I, I... <laughs> I hate these changes i don't like that range honestly let jay i hate these changes <laughs> jay do you like these changes before i just go in you know um i don't play archer and i'm kind of like that person that scrolls on a patch note and be like oh that's not my class that's not my class that's not my class <laughs> like i'm gonna let you see that then he finds out his passive skill is five percent my best knowledge so I, I mean i'm if it's really good for archers, i'm happy for your archers good job you know happy for you guys I love the dp <laughs> shy is like i don't care Should we this is useless information to me. I... <laughs> okay, so we'll, I'll take I'll, I'll take this with tilted. The I think go. that these changes are too much. I I I think if you touch ra range damage, is already the best damage in the game right now. Mm -hmm. It's already only, cleanly only two the best. Classes that do it right. It's just what? ranger and archer, I think. Right for range I'm, damage. Is, is this on? Is he thinking? Is Megu? Are we playing the same game? I, is Megu ranged? No, 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 no. I mean, the, I mean, I mean the type. Oh, you mean, I mean the, the type, type of damage? Type. Okay, oh, you scared yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You scared no, me. I think, I think uh, it's just ranger and archer that are the type ranged, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. I think those two. Yes. But so it's difficult to itemize against ranged mm -hmm. damage, and it's already the best in the game. I mean, shield classes are standing in block, and they're like, man, the developers have given me this super strong block. Boy, do I feel really strong right now. And then they get hit by an oh, archer arrow, and they're like, where block? <laughs> where block? And, and, and honestly, also, where HP? You know what I mean? Like, and we just gave them, we just gave them buffs. We just gave them yeah. the damage buffs. And now we're going to give them the movement and protection. I know archers have been asking for movement and protection for a long time. Hear me out. This is going to sound crazy. That's what balanced the class in the first place. Okay. The, the fact that archer was, was 
like could hit you from off screen was what made the class really strong. The fact that he could kite back and keep a really big distance between his opponent was what makes the class balance. If you allow him more protection, like the only thing that balances the class is being able to dive on top of it. Now, mm. it makes it even harder to dive on top of it. And when you do, it's even more protected, which makes it even stronger uh, with the damage buffs that it just got. I think with these buffs, I looked through them all, I think that Archer becomes pretty cleanly um, one of the best large-scale classes in the game. I, I And it already was, I would consider, like, a A-tier class in large-scale PvP. I would move it into the S-tier alongside something like Berserker here. Um, yeah. Like, and Berserker is there because of its, its BSR, uh, for the most part. Like, I will Archer say, is there for everything. I will say these changes feel... Um, similar to what we talked about the other week with uh, Draconia being sped up. It feels very similar to that. Like, they gave him these changes, but it affects way more than just, like, this class specifically. Um, one of the things with Draconia was that it was slow, but it had big damage. Now it's fast and has big damage. Um, so it plays kind of the same, kind of off the same thing that you're talking about here. Um, yeah, and Draconia, again, S-tier class right now in yeah. large-scale PvP. Like, uh, Draconia... It's just objectively stronger than most other classes in the game because it was already doing everything correctly and now it's now it's even faster. Go ahead, sorry. Here's what I here's what I would like to see. I would like to see these um these patches either linger on global labs and get some feedback and revert things that need to be reverted. Or if they choose to release them immediately like they typically do, <laughs> you need to look through and find out what makes the class too broken and then revert that to the way it was before because i Play? i agree i think i think these classes are are i think these changes are too strong i'm sorry um you, especially I, with the damage that they got i'm sorry so. you just you said something that was weird to me Playtest? <laughs> <laughs> i i don't i don't follow um you just send it to live and see what happens um like the <laughs> like i don't i think that we're honestly i think we probably are going to get the archer changes um on this, I would argue, like, it's already been one yeah, week. Tonight. It, we might, yeah. We, tomorrow, we might be dealing with the land mm -hmm. of the Archer Light. Like, like that's, yep. like, they got, Korea got one version of the expansion, and we're going to get Archer. That's what we're going to get. I already have, like, four people in my guild that are like, okay, I can play my Archer again. I'm like, okay. I hate everything. Like, as a frontliner, that class is not going to be killable, man. Like it's you you took a class that was already very difficult to catch, but the only balance mechanic was that when you got on top of them, you could punish them. And you took away you took away most of that ability to punish them, and you gave them more kiting potential, which made it makes it even more difficult to get on top of them in the first place. I think it becomes better than Ranger. Flannels is in shambles. Um and I think that not that archers are gonna be able to beat flannels because he's literally an unkillable demon, um, sent from the underworld. But like I think the archer overall definitely the class to be really scared of um in yep. large scale uh when those changes get to live uh, i say i would yeah, say my... if those changes get to live but i'll be honest with you they don't put stuff on the global labs so that we can play test it they put it there so that we know it's coming in the next weeks like yep. it's not <laughs> sometimes they listen to feedback although i'll be honest i don't i don't feel like it's much like them listening to feedback as it is them just testing for bugs and stuff 
uh, before they send yeah. it live, and then they play test it on live servers. Yeah, make sure there's no and game breaking stuff. bugs. Correct. Like swapping to a Trina Axe when right. Archer releases right. and like, one shotting forts. Right. Um, or like, you know, pets um, being <laughs> yeah. affected by Monster DR. Uh, anything crazy, uh, stupid, uh-huh. robust, or like that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but okay, all right. We talked about the Warrior changes. I mean, the, the Archer changes. You heard nothing. You understand? You heard nothing. What about the warrior changes? Are the warrior changes crazy impactful? I know that um, they're losing spam, uh, the ability to spam on a couple skills. Uh, I saw, I, I honestly, I saw by Septimus talk a little bit about this in the partner chat, but I forget what he said. So did, did you guys read about the warrior changes, Tiltus? Yeah, uh, I know uh, Johnny Five is is up huge on these changes. So he's excited about them. All right, so what exactly um, is changing? Like over, just give it, I, I know you don't play warrior, but like, the, can you give us like a... Um, yeah, so they added what was it? There was one big one. I'm trying to find it on the on the G Labs. They added one big change to a skill, and I'm trying to figure out where the heck it is. Um, was it head chase? No, what was it? It was it was one of their movement skills. I thought. I think they changed it to super armor, or they took away the cooldown on it, or something. Uh, oh. Give me, give me just a second to talk. Both about of it. those things sound fine to me. I don't like, just remove <laughs> yeah, the cooldown on the movement I'm, skill. Sounds good I'm to me. Right I don't know now, what I'm could reading, be possibly the problem. Give me with just a second. <laughs> I know they they did improve the fluidity of some skills, which I think is always good. Um, okay, skills go. need to feel like they flow into each other and not feel clunky. Um, where the heck was this at? Okay, I, I see hit damage. I see prime spinning slash prime break the mm-hmm. ground. Ground. Uh, I guess the break the ground is probably ground smash. Um, and they just gave it more PVE. Oh, a lot more PVE damage. Holy moly! Yeah, they did. Okay. Let's change to activate and spec bar is pressed. Yo, somebody in chat that knows warrior better than I do, tell me if I'm crazy or not or maybe i'll just go look no for it just means Johnny's that the post. no it just means that the these warrior changes i'm reading it right now um warrior succession reduces uh discomfort when using prime strike skill until the final blow and makes it possible to inflict sufficient damage with other skills besides prime strike skill uh which means it'll flow into other skills more cleanly uh exist existing strong blow skills were reluctant to use or people were reluctant to use them because the last hit did not activate smoothly and there was no linked skill after the hit therefore even the last hit uh even if the last hit is activated it has been improved so that the combo can be put together without interruption they're just fixing combo stuff um and honestly that's that's not crazy impactful i think the warrior will be fine regardless you change it by septimus will complain for a week uh, and then we'll move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, moving right along. Another thing on the Global Labs right now is this trading update. If you guys Do you guys know about the trading update? I've read about it. I've been keeping close tabs on it. But I think that they're being intentionally secretive about it. Um, like overall. But uh, Jay, have you been kind of looking at this trading update? Do you know what it's all about or no? Um... I ha- it hasn't really been on my radar, but I, I know I was I was discussing this with somebody about how good it is, and apparently it, it's it's like it's not that good if you just do it actively. You kind of have to do it over a period of time, which you know kind of stays in line with the theme of trading. But there's already a Discord because apparently you can sell the item you buy for up to three hundred percent of the price, and depending on the rumors that they say, and then there's already a Discord. 
uh, for people calling out the rumors. And so even with that, it, it still doesn't seem like very impactful in terms okay. of solar per hour. So. Well, well, let me let me explain what the basic concept mm. is um, so mm. that the, the, the listeners know. Um, so there's a big trading update on the Global Labs that basically changes trading into a different form, like a subcategory of bartering. Essentially, obviously, you're moving goods from point A to point B like you were before. Um, but the idea is that you purchase goods at a certain spot and location and you move them um, and you hold on to them and you wait for the prices to fluctuate on those goods in other cities. And then you move those goods when the price is the highest, uh, you know, like buy low, sell high kind of situation. Then you move the goods to that new city. Uh, and it's constantly shifting, so you don't know where you're gonna have to move the goods to, and you have to constantly keep track of it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, so like, in this way, it's kind of like bartering, uh, but it's also, I, I don't feel like you can do it as as consistently as you can do bartering. Bartering, you can just sit there and plow through all three, um, uh, you can plow through all three refreshes and just get it done, right? Um, but I think that, the trading update, you kind of just have to, you have to do your trades, get everything ready, and you just kind of have to sit and then watch mm. the market. And I think it favors a much more active play style because you have to be online when the price hits the highest point. Uh, you can't just do it like bartering. You can, I can just pick up and do, when I get home from work for the day, I just get on, I hit T on my boat and it sails to the next island. Uh, <laughs> and that, that's how it works, right? But for, for trading, I could get online and none of them could be sellable and I just can't do that content for the day. Or I, like I'd be basically griefing myself. So like, I think that there are flaws in that content, but I also think that there are aspects of this trading rework uh, that we're not getting yet. I think that the developers don't actually want to share everything with us because people would buy the whole market out uh, for different things. For example, like bartering, you have to buy into the bartering system, right? So like all the T1 uh, trade goods uh, are like the baseland mats, the T1 barter mats. They did not release those before bartering got released until they hit live servers. And then they were all different. Uh, and I think mm -hmm. they're doing something similar for trading. They don't want to really reveal exactly what it's going to be like quite yet. But I think that, I mean, they said that we're going to get this trading uh, rework quickly, but we will see. Um, I, I didn't, uh, okay, so I'll, I'll admit the official back desert, our, our beautiful CMs, um, posted an announcement today and I did not read it. Um, and I, look, How dare you. I love CM Scarlet, but also I, the ping and I just leave it on red. Uh, yeah, I don't, it doesn't look like, you. no, it doesn't look like we're going to be getting, uh, the trading, uh, rework with this patch either, but, uh, it does no, look very interesting. Live, isn't it? I thought it was live. Is it live? Patches right now. Yeah, it's live. Oh, right. and it is live. April okay. 6 patch notes, right? April. Yeah. Um, but they haven't released like all of the stuff yet, right? Like I, why, why are we not? Um, is it, I thought we were I, waiting. Oh my God. Is it just that bad? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my it's, God. Yeah, is it, it's all it's live. live. We were, I thought I that we were waiting for you. like the actual drop. <laughs> I thought that they, they no. see, I read the patch notes and it said, it said stuff about trading and it said they removed old trading goods. They removed all these old trading goods and they put in some new ones. But I thought that would like, that was only like half of it. I thought that like that we were getting like a whole nother like addition to this. This is it. This is what it took the eight months they've been working on this. <laughs> has, has anybody done the rumors or anything yet? You're supposed to get like rumors and stuff, right? And they mm -hmm. tell you like where so, things are going to be mm -hmm. sold high and stuff like that. 
So every every four hours during a specific time, 2 a.m., 6 a.m., 10 a.m., et cetera, et cetera, the price will rise 15% or go down 15% up to a maximum of 300%. And so mm-hmm. you, you're kind of like betting that your, you know, your things will sell high, but you have to watch the rumors to see, oh, is it, is it going to go down or is it going to go up? Should I keep right. holding on to my trade item or should I sell it now before it drops? Because you heard the mm-hmm. rumors that it was going to drop. So I think that's what they were trying to go for here. I don't know if it's going to be a good silver hour. I don't know if the system is good. I don't really do trading, but it, I, at least they tried, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, no, so no. Me. We are a parallel. No, There's this is a multi-billion not, not dollar company. I am past it. I am past it. Um, I literally read the patch notes and didn't even realize that the trade buff was live. That's how garbage it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay like it's so bad that no one even bothered to bring it up like period i've been watching streamers all week i watched biohack like the trading guy like that's what he does like i unbelievable so it's really just that bad then like yeah, I, I was wondering if anybody had actually done it yet because um from my understanding it, they're supposed to sp- periodically like extreme increase right or just extreme decrease right like once a day or something like that they can like extremely fluctuate um you know what it honestly reminds me of it reminds me of buying turnips on animal crossing where you just buy onto this thing on saturday and then you forget about it until like the next saturday and then you're like oh yeah i've got these i've got these trade goods that i need to sell before they expire um, we are so yeah we are so far past giving them credit for crying <laughs> that ended no that ended years ago bro i have given them so much money there is actually not a chance um and to be honest with you like i they worked on it for like eight months they said we were gonna get a trading update like at like two balls ago like literally yeah. two or three balls ago. It's been a while. Like it was like a, a Calfion ball ago, not this pre- previous one, but the one before that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we finally get it, and it's it's literally so bad that no one's even doing it. Like I, is there even like is there like a trade window, um, in the game, like a barter window, kind of like that, or is it? Do you just have to talk to the trade manager? I, in each no, town? I think you have to talk to the trade manager in each town. Mm-hmm. Like you have to physically be there. Is my understanding no kidding yeah wow and then um they also increased the weight of wagons i think the forest path wagon is like five thousand weight yeah. now yeah. I, according to it my was. um my chat it, it's about 500 silver 500 mil per hour um from what they've done um they said it's not the best silver but it's fun <laughs> according to the whoa whoa let's back up for a minute let me just back fun. up for a minute did you did we just have a whole did conversation you carry, about dead grind zones? did you just carry the zero or did you just say 500 million an hour 500, 500 million an hour, it is yeah. 500 mil an hour to literally hit t and let your wagon path around i make less do you realize bartering we're saying that trading is bad and people are <laughs> bartering is making oh god 200 mil an hour maybe 300 mil I, I my chat is saying that's way off i like i heard 50 to 80 million an hour i it's wild okay, okay. that's what i'm okay. that's what i'm getting so let me clarify they said at most people are making about 500 mil but probably not realistically 500 mil gotcha that's on a that's on a really good day that's on a good day that's yeah. on a, like the perfect circumstances i think maybe yeah. on a good day on in neutral going downhill <laughs> with the wind at your back yeah <laughs> yeah and the wagon's literally just like running itself 
<laughs> oh, where's this trade? Yeah, there it is. I um I don't know why they're so scared to to actually make trading good. Um it used to be really good back in the day. I never did it. And it's one of the one of the things I wish I had done was like trash crates and moving moving crates from old wisdom tree to, to you, Valencia City and stuff like that. Um Do you think the system back then was like a good system? Like, do you like did you like trading but I, I never did trading that was a thing like it was oh, one, of the, it was one of the life skills i never got into was was that setup um, i did i did a I, decent amount of trading um yeah, i never had the cp to to get set up to do that so yeah this is exactly what i described you're just buying stuff and you're waiting for the price to you're waiting for the price to basically spike in different areas of the world and then you're moving moving them over there although i'm gonna be honest with you if it's if it's 200 mil an hour, that's still more like the, you're talking about something like bartering. That's something like bartering, but it's better than bartering because bartering is gated. We can, they only let us do three refreshes a day. Mm -hmm. So is there any kind of, now I'm wondering, is there any kind of cap on the amount of trading you can do for the day? If you're only making, even if you're only making 200 mil an hour, um, because bartering doesn't, uh, sure. bartering has a cap and we only make like two to 300 mil an hour. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Do you think? Do you think it should be gated? If if there's no gate, do yeah. you think uh, trading should be gated no. so that maybe just well, concentrate <laughs> into? Here, it, if we if if trading is not gated, I want bartering ungated immediately. I want infinite <laughs> refreshes, infinite refreshes right now. Like, okay, the people are saying there there is a gate. Um, clearly, I do there not know enough. Yeah, clearly, I do not know enough about this system to speak on it. Like, well, I do know, I know how it works. I read all about it on the global apps. I just didn't realize we had it. Um, yeah. and the fact that we do have it and I didn't know about it is bad. That's not a good thing. Um, yeah, I think it was probably DOA to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the guild drill. Oh my God. Do you the guys, do you guys remember the guild drill? They teased the guild drill at the Calvion ball and thought, saw, bro, they said it was going to be like this great open world GVG content. You can build, they were like, you can construct this guild drill and you can place it anywhere in the desert, but other guilds can find your uh, drill and destroy it. So you have to like protect it and it's going to give you special buffs. And we're all, all the PVPers like, oh yeah, baby, give it to me. And then they come to live and it actually is like three billion silver for one person to craft because nobody does mm -hmm. this as a project okay now it's always one guy that's like i want to make a guild drill and that guy makes the whole drill and then he puts it down in valencia and then some <laughs> passerby seasonal uh tuvala timmy is running by and go what's that <laughs> I can hit it and then they and then they kill it <laughs> and like the guild drill is just dead on arrival trading update mm. i'll be honest with you uh we'll see i'm hoping that they they at least give it buffs then uh and if they're gonna give trading buffs they had better just take the cap off uh, why why do we even have three refreshes a day for bartering why is it even that big of a deal if somebody wants to make two bill a day bartering but they had to barter for nine hours why is that a bad thing is that people can grind for like 10 hours and make like 20 bill so yeah i just i don't so understand I, why they would yeah why they would gate content mm -hmm. like that um how, how much how much money should you make if you are gated only three refreshes what's like a fair amount do you think um for bartering like five bill well at currently at three refreshes i make about a bill a day um and that's oh. but but so you can't really count crow coins 
Um, and that's four hours of work. That's three to four hours of work. And I have mm. I have a fully blue geared uh, plus ten mm. uh, blue gear advance with a sea crystal on it. So top of the line mm. bartering setup. It takes me three to four hours to finish all three of my refreshes. For yeah, for a billion silver. Okay, um, and you're gated at that three to four hours. All right, so mm-hmm. like you can't do any more bartering after that. So like, mm-hmm. what if we just take the the gate away and if i want to barter for eight hours in a day why does it matter like like okay now i can make two bill in eight hours is that Mm. is that is that really that bad like is it it, it, do we need to punish life skillers that badly because like i feel like the grinders can make that in like two (laughs) hours like Now, now we're dipping into why do we have energy Oh, we have energy for all kinds of reasons. They just why do why do we have energy linked to life skills? We have energy linked to gathering. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I understand gating it to a certain extent, um, <clears throat> but like gating it super hard, like where bartering's at, is just not. It's not it. Like yeah. I just like bartering I, I is. I totally agree. Yeah, bartering's dead right now, not because the content is bad or the system is bad. Um, or it's not designed well in any way. It's dead because even if you did all of your barters with top of the line gear, like I've got in the $60 fucking outfit, um, like <laughs> you actually make less than you would have grinding for an hour. Yeah. Maybe, maybe an hour and a half. Like that's why it's dead. Allow people to just hit T on their boat and sail around all day. Why is that so bad? Um, and this trading rework, it doesn't, uh, some people are saying that if you can, some people are saying that there is, um, like a gate, sort of a gate on trading, but like, I think if you stock up enough materials, you could technically be kind of just trading all the time. Um, unless there's something like, uh, the refresh system that is keeping you from continuing to trade. I don't really see, um, the trading system is being gated. And if they're making a hundred to 200 mil an hour, um, it's still going to be more than bartering and you can do it all day. You just hit T. You're literally just running around with a wagon. It's a piece of cake. And honestly, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You have players actively playing your game. Be happy. Smile. Yeah. You know that what I mean? That is one thing that used to be huge back in the day was actual AFK or semi-AFK ways to make money um, that does not really super exist anymore. Like, do you guys actually AFK overnight to make money anymore? Uh, um, yeah, well... Well, yeah. sometimes when there's fishing events, I would set up a fishing alt at like right. Twin Beach or something. But that's like I know, uh, Jaycoon, you like um, I, you like train overnight most of the time, right? Yeah, I just AFK demi train because uh, to be not not for the combat XP. To be honest, I'm just too lazy to set anything else up because you're so lazy that you're doing something that's like incredibly inefficient. You're like, I'm gonna keep my computer on anyway. I just don't want to turn it off. Like that's I, that's I, what it is. You yeah. just don't want to have to go through the trouble of turning your computer computer on in the morning that's why you're afk um the, Blue, do you want to you want to let us on on in on your secrets what do you do what do you do for AFK i overnight? have two things that are very very good i actually saw a post on reddit about it uh this morning and i and i chuckled to myself um there's one thing that is uh, like the best afk tra- uh skill in the game right now is afk horse training for sure once the tier six yeah. mounts came out and you could afk or uh, horse train for tier six mounts to level 15 and imperial them overnight uh you were making really really good money afk it's also increasing a a life skill that's actually relevant horse training like the training skill itself is really relevant it's really good it's not like fishing fishing Mm -hmm. you could be guru 50 and everyone would be like no one gives a shit 
right? Um, no, no one cares. Um, you can make a lot of money fishing um, if you understand where to do it. Um, so yeah. like if you AFK fish in the Ross Sea um, and then you sail in and then you map to a town that had an Imperial fish vendor and you Imperial all those fish that you caught, also the Relic Crystal Shard drop rate in the Ross Sea is the highest in the game. Um, so like... You're talking about maximum relic crystal shards and you're getting maximum money out of your fish um it's actually pretty good money um the the problem is you're getting fishing exp which as i said is is kind of useless and it's still <laughs> less money uh per night than horse training is so horse training is just objectively the best that's typically what i do although i'll be i'll be honest right now uh what i am doing is i'm afking my uh my guardian's life skills so that uh she can be 20 second tap times yep um, that's what I'm that's what boat I'm on right now as well without yeah so like I, I I just focus on trying to get players uh or my characters to like 20 second tap times in most mm-hmm. cases or I'm afk horse training um there's one of those two things but I'm never so on a to, dummy do you have to actively go catch t6s is that what it is yes you do Defin- definitely definitely oh, smirking. smirking yes i definitely don't just go to the horse vendor and buy like five million silver <laughs> tier sixes and equip them to my wagon you should not you should go catch your own save yourself the 20 million silver uh and just don't do that um <laughs> if they if they well I think, do you do any of the uh, um, T10 dailies? Because you do have to catch one horse a day for T10 daily, and might as well just use those T6s if you planted to get a T10 in the first place. Yeah, I do my T10. Every four days, you can can do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a weekly. There's a weekly. weekly? Oh, every month you can do that once. No, no, no. Yeah, no. So there's a daily for the T10, and there's a weekly for the T10. If you pick up the daily every day, see, I'm master horse training on my ult. And she just stands in front of the the dude um, uh, that gives her the the daily quest. And yeah, I do go out and catch my horse. Um, but like, I some days I just I'm I'm just so lazy that I just buy it off the market. I'm just like, all right, I'm done with this. I just don't care. Um, yeah, you, yeah, it cuts into your profit a little bit. But really, I'm doing. I like the the horse training exp is really good because I'm gonna be honest. Professional one horse training gets you from A to B faster um all the time so like you then you can auto sprint which they still have not fixed the freaking the bridge um for auto sprint. oh i know what bridge you're talking about the one of in course freaking, um, we all do Serendia, right the one in- yeah <laughs> just just south of orcs yeah the freak, yeah, yeah fuck so me I, every I time dude it. they still have not fixed it <laughs> fix it <laughs> my gosh bro they introduced auto pathing like and i come back and every time i'm stuck on this it's like you think i would remember after a while Matt, nope nope okay I'm what about, gonna okay, forget. There, there's one fence there's a fence in medea like when i'm auto pathing from like heidel to altanova there's this like one fence that i always get stuck on towards altanova do you know do you know something it's like no, past stone tail ranch no that sounds like a you problem just me yeah it sounds like a you problem yeah it sounds like are you are you steering the horse manually because that might be your issue <laughs> oh <laughs> have you guys ever slid through the altanova bridge going to valencia like drift instant excelling oh yeah it's the fastest escape, <laughs> escape my, my dude i don't know why there's a hole in that bridge right there but there's a hole in, <laughs> in the bridge where you can slide your horse perfectly through while drifting and just <laughs> fall to your death Worst moment of my life as a new player. I'm not joking. I'm like, I finally get my new Drift Instant Excel horse, right? I just hit level 56 on my Dark Knight. 
I'm feel, I'm on top of the world. I'm going by like this. What is this? What is this? Um, Delphi Knights Castle. I'm drifting six. I'm like I'm so fast. I don't even have essence six. I'm on like this tier six <laughs> little banger. Going by all these T5s. Going your shit. Your shit. And I, I'm going by him. And right as I'm riding into Delphi Knights Castle, this huge pop-up appears. I'm like, congratulations on hitting level 56. And I literally, I, I drove straight off the side of Delphi Knights Castle. And I, I should you not, the no, I think reverberated into my, I got a knock on my door. I, I, no! Like, as the horse went into the ravine, I didn't know escape escaping at the time. I swam out of that ravine as like the most angry horses dead like uh, most angry level 56 player i've ever seen when they when they changed when they changed it so that you weren't getting notified every time you went into a safe zone it's like congratulations on hitting level 50 or whatever um <laughs> like i was so happy because i was like oh my god no it won't happen to any uh, anyone else it was awful it was terrible oh my goodness all right um so hey tiltus uh let's move on to one of your points here i saw that you had um these guild quality of life buffs that you wanted to discuss a little bit on the global lives um yeah one of them is you can invite people from any server do you know you can do that right now right you, you do know you can do that right now right yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's not just the invite from any server right you have to go through the the recruit system that's in game right yeah Check yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep, that's what i do every uh, time i do not trust that system at all i have had so many players bug out to where they can't join the guild and we sit there and both of us are logging are in and out and i'm denying the request and then he's trying to join back in i have that thing bug out on me all the time so i just tell everybody i'm like hop to this channel i'm gonna manually invite you i refuse to use it i think the people you're inviting are stupid like i it's it's really it doesn't have that many bugs you send the invite and then but it, the problem is so the what most people don't understand is if they click anything the contract disappears from their screen. They have to be on the character that they sent the invite on for starters. Okay. So if Ooh. they weren't, so if they're not on the character that they sent the invite on, they're not going to see it, but they can switch over to that character and it'll be in the top right of their screen. It'll be up by their map, the bottom right of their map. There'll be a little scroll icon when they log in on that character. So the contract won't be there, but if they click the scroll icon, they can see the contract, but it's really subtle and they, they probably just don't see it. Uh, cause their IQ is too low. Um, gotcha. So like you definitely there's there's not for that many bugs with it. You just kind of have to know how the system works. Although I would say that we could use some improvements so that that isn't a thing. Um, <laughs> like I now that I'm explaining it, three people. Now that I'm explaining it out loud, yeah, I'm thinking that that probably needs to be fixed. Uh, <laughs> but I've invited enough people now to know. Um, yeah, how I didn't it know works. you had to be on the same character. That's probably an issue. Yeah. Yeah, so I can I, totally see somebody doing it on like an AFK life skiller or exactly. something and they then apply. they hop to their main mm -hmm. and it's like, yep. now I can't join. Why can't I join? Happens um, all the time. Yep. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Now the guild contracts, being able to fill out guild contracts on any server oh, is oh. like, oh my God, I think I finished a little bit just reading it. Like dude. I actually, dude, the guild contracts are so annoying. Constantly so, seeing blue <laughs> contracts and having to send them to people, but you got to be on the same server. It's really annoying. But like now, you can just send it on any server. You can just go down the list, and if they're online, boom, just send them a contract. No big deal. So I don't know if anybody else does this, but um, I definitely do this. Everybody in Epidemic is an officer. Yeah. Oh, everybody. Oh yeah. No, the other guild, the, so, the other the other systems don't exist. Bro. Yeah. So only person that can update contracts is me and the GM. I 
hate it so much because people will pm me people that actually care and are trying to you know do guild missions and stuff like that they'll pm me hey can you hop to my server i'm like no i'm in the middle of a grind session 30 minutes goes by and i'm like totally forgotten about it they've totally forgotten about it and then i get a pm in a day and it's like hey can you update me i i i can't stand it yeah. why miserable why? I've been I mean, like I'm this for seven years. Like, seven oh, seven years they did this. Um, so one of the things I want to talk about is why they're so reluctant to give guilds quality of life updates. And Jay, you'll be able to help out with this suggestion. I know before you're like, uh, guild stuff can't relate. Um, <laughs> but like, um, so the, the developers have it in their heads that there's like this big part of their, or like this, this even small part of their player base that just doesn't want to be associated with a guild. It doesn't want to associate or doesn't like they want to play the game solo. Right. And although I think that those players exist, the reason that we don't see more guild buffs and more guild quality of life changes is because I think the developers actually just don't want to make it required to join a guild. Yeah, that's that's what they're that's what they're like. They don't want people to feel like they're required to join a guild. But I'm going to be honest with you. We passed that up. We passed that like lineup forever ago when we gave um, guilds plus five percent evasion for joining a guild <laughs> like you get 100 hp you get all these extra stats for joining a guild and i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know why we wouldn't encourage all players to join a guild there's yep. actually just no reason to even cater to the players that i want to play the game solo this entire mentality that they want to play the game solo those are the people that quit the most frequently Mm -hmm. like literally the most frequently because they don't find a community to really jive in or anyone to talk to they're playing solo they get bored with the game and then they stop playing they put the game down that's it like we should be encouraging these new players in my opinion everyone we should encourage everyone to at least join a guild mm -hmm. even if even if you don't like even if you do want to play the game solo then join up like a pve life skilling guild for the buffs mm -hmm. and stuff like you should always encourage that and i think that if the developers could just like get over this hump of tr like just um trying to cater to the players that oh oh man we want we want the game to be able to be played solo um we would see a lot of quality of life in increases that i think we yep. wouldn't see before jay i'm curious what's Hi. your take on it do you think that we should be encouraging all players to join a guild or do you think that the freedom to join a guild is a good thing um to be honest i think i'm Kind of more leaning on the the freedom side. Ow. Ow. <laughs> oh God, you good? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I was just trying. Yeah, for some reason, I was trying to do air quotes. I was literally trying to do air quotes like IRL, but it, you, you can't see that. So you're a beach I hit my well, I can. I, okay, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Don't assault my intelligence, Blue. Anyways, yes. uh, I'm kind of leaning more towards the uh, the freedom side of things because um, I kind of. I, I kind of hate being uh, restricted things or feel obligated to do things. Um, sure, like there's so many, like a lot of many perks. And I do agree with you that uh, finding a community helps sort of uh, bind you and help you keep continuing uh, to keep playing the game. And that's great and all. But I, I always like being not forced or feel like i'm forced to have to do something like right now i i do feel like i'm forced to be in a guild because of the five percent accuracy five percent evasion right all these ap and hp stats dp um 
just to be in a guild. And so um, that's kind of the fence I'm leaning on, to be honest. Okay, so I'm going to counter, okay, with one mm. of your own points that you brought up in a previous podcast. You were forced to do Node Wars. You felt forced into the content, like against your will. And then you loved it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like there's some content that I would argue that players, maybe they're going to be resistant to, and maybe they're not going to want to do it like you were with Node Wars. Mm. But if you gave them a chance, like guilds, for example, it's just an objective win. And if you connect players mm-hmm. to the community, they have a much, much higher chance of staying and continuing to play the game. And I know this because I've led a guild um, for multiple years. And so like mo- there's most of the guild members are like, yeah, I just wouldn't play if... I wasn't in a guild like i would have quit forever ago mm-hmm. and i would say that's the vast majority all people because like anyone that plays the game solo just eventually quits and like we mm-hmm. just never hear from that player ever again because they didn't socialize they didn't make friends why do we all play the game because our friends are playing the game right mm-hmm. that's why we all started in the first place you got to get involved in the community and pushing players into like a positive like guild community also it would help most of the guilds in the game To be honest with you, guilds would become more active. Players would Mm -hmm. be happier overall. And I think it helps the player base as a whole. If you include these players and you put them in good guild communities. Now, if you put them in a bad guild, I could see it. But even a player that wants to play solo can just join like an AFK life skilling guild Mm -hmm. um, and still accidentally their way into a friend. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. making friends is part of what helps you play the game. Part of the reason why I suffered through League of Legends for like six years was because I had duo queue with some of my best friends. Um, Thank God we moved past it. We got to BDO. (laughs) It's it's better now. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I, um, how many of you know about the guild old timers guild? Yeah, some, wait, are they still around? I don't think they're around anymore. But okay, well, it's a bad example was, then. <laughs> it, well, it, it is, but you listen to the story. So Old Timers okay, okay. Guild was a guild of almost all, exclusively all 50-plus-year-old players. Yeah. Oh they had three different <laughs> guilds on NA server. They had, I think it was uh, Old Timers Green, Old Timers Black, and Old Timers something else. And Green was the life skill branch. Black was the PvP branch. And then there was one other, I think it was maybe just like PvE or PvX or something like that. It was maybe blue or something. Um, but like there literally is a community for almost every single person that plays this game. I mean, literally this guild, all three of their guilds were full. We used to do whaleys with them. And in fact, I think whippersnapper still plays because I see her posting for fucking whales in world chat. So like, and she used to run whaleys for old timers blue or green. Um, so like there literally is a community for everybody in this game. Uh, it may take a little bit to find it. Um, but like i i don't see any reason why you wouldn't want to find a guild in this game because that's the reason epidemic comes back every single time is because all the friends we all go play our different games for six months and then we're all like man we miss hanging out with each other let's start epidemic up again for the fourth time so um you know Ah, like here we go again (laughs) it's just uh, (laughs) yeah exactly i think that meme was literally posted when we announced we were coming back again this time um but I, there's just a, there's a, there's a branch of something in this game for everybody. Um, it may take you a minute to find it, but it definitely exists for everybody. Um, and I don't see any reason that Pearl Abyss should be hesitant to push players in that direction. Um, I think it's just good for the game. More community stuff, more community focus is fantastic. Right. Um, 
I just think uh, I think they got scared. I think they're scared of forcing players to do anything because it is a sandbox MMO. But in this case, you're, this is a good thing for everyone. There's, mm-hmm. It's never a bad mm-hmm. thing to join a community. Even if you're not going to involve yourself with the community, it's never a bad thing to at least have the option to reach mm-hmm. out and make some new friends um, or or to play the game with people. Like we're, mm-hmm. I think we're well past this, okay, BDO is a solo MMO thing. Cause that was the meme for like a super long time. And it still kind of is, but even still those people that complain that it's a solo MMO are literally in discord with like 11 people bitching that it's a solo MMO. Um, <laughs> like it, but like, that's where we're at now is that we've got all these party grind spots. They're constantly introducing new content. That's party grind stuff like the, like the dungeon and things like this. And I think that like, involving people in the community, getting people to talk to each other. It's a massive multiplayer online RPG. Mm-hmm. We want to interact with each other. Yep. Stop like stop giving us the option not to because we are anti-social degenerates. At, at, a, at a bottom <laughs> line, we are all anti-social degenerates. And if you give us the option not to socialize, we won't. Like, and, and that's bad. That's bad for the game. That's bad for, for us, for like the players. And that's bad for everybody. But I think that if everybody got, if everybody that joined the game immediately got into a guild of any kind and could ask them questions and like jump into a discord um, and ask questions and stuff, I think that they have a much higher percentage chance of staying, which is going to make Pearl Abyss more money, which is going to mm-hmm. make the community more active and is going to make um, PVP more fun, PVE more fun. Everything becomes yep. more fun when we have more players. So I just, I don't know. I just see it. Uh, I, I just, I'm very, I'm very strongly opinion that everyone should be pushed to join a guild um, pretty quickly. Like in my opinion, I think it would be great if they just spawned in instead of all these stupid notifications that pop up. Here's an idea, bro. Okay, <laughs> instead we we get rid of all those notifications that like we just put on the ad blocker for all that shit when somebody spawns in, right? So none of that stuff comes up. Instead, when you spawn in, you don't have to look at everyone enhancing. You don't have to look at ever, all of these horses being registered to the market and all these workers and all this dumb crap. Take all that away. And instead, what they spawn in with is the little guild, like choose a guild icon. You know, that little guild menu when you don't have a guild um, pops up and it's got all the different guild lists there and all the different types of guilds. And they can browse for a guild that maybe they might be interested in and apply to a guild. I think that that would be a positive thing for the game. I know that they don't like pushing their player base in that direction um, where they're like forced to do stuff, but I think you should encourage them because that's still not necessarily forcing them to. They can still close the window. But I think it would introduce them to the guild system right away because that the sooner you can get them involved, the higher chance they have of staying with us um, and being a part of our community and like being a part of the game and just having fun with it and discovering what BDO has to offer. Um, so... Yeah, okay, all right. We're gonna move on to the the final uh topic here. Um world bosses. Um so your thoughts on current world bosses. Do you think that every world boss at this point I feel like the normal world bosses are just useless now? Um Yo, oh yeah. Like but like <laughs> you guys can speak on it, but like like Kudum spawns and I'm like, who make a lull? Um if it's not <laughs> if it's not Bloodstorm Nuver, Stormbreaker, Karanda, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm still not going. Mm-hmm. Even if those things spawn, I might go to Bloodstorm Nuver just because I really want to make sure I'm able to get that Garmoth, um, that Garmoth ult, um, or like that Garmoth uh, heart. But like, yeah, what, what are your guys' thoughts on world bosses? Do they need to be changed at all? Uh, Jake, I'll let you start on it. You know, it like when I first went to my first world boss, um, like I saw the notification come up, 
And I'm like, oh shit. Like I was with my friend in Discord and like we should go to that. And it was just like this amazing experience back in like 2018 um, of us fighting the bosses together. And I, I kind of, I don't think that's like here anymore for for newer players it's kind of no, like that's um, gone <laughs> that sort of mm. sense of discovery is not here anymore so I um i feel like there needs to be somewhere some way to sort of make the community um like feel like they have to work together to defeat this world boss i think that's the, that was the whole point of world bosses mm-hmm. now they're just like um what do you call it like dummy like you just hit it like a dumb dummy sponge thing that you hit until you get a little bit of loot it's a damage sponge until you get damage sponge that's what it's called pinata damage pinata okay it's a loot (laughs) pinata okay that's that's better um loot pinata that's all it is um yeah and like i think that if you added mechanics to it or made it interesting or hearing me out on console they did this cool thing and, and they all actually only did it on console because uh, they couldn't figure out. I don't know if they, they just didn't think things through. I know exactly what happened. They were like, <laughs> we should have console BDO. And they didn't think, oh, my God, it actually can't run Vel. Um, or it can't oh. run Garmoth, right? So, like, eventually, so they didn't have Garmoth for a super long time, and they still don't have Vel, as far as I'm aware. Um, yeah. But what they did for Garmoth is they actually um, they made it a guilt boss. So instead of making these useless guild bosses that we we have to do these dumb guild missions to do mm-hmm. every week and we got to do this stuff, uh, they give them a Garmoth scroll every week um, to go run <clears throat> as a guild. Isn't I just mm-hmm. remove world bosses and make it that like I like just just do that for everything because I feel like we would have much more fun trying to do it with our guild. To be honest, now you couldn't do yeah. that for Vel. I don't, you can't really do that for Vel because not everyone's gonna have a boat. But for like a decent amount of the world bosses, you could absolutely do that. I'm seeing people spam uh, keep con. Uh, no, um, we, that that <laughs> that content should be just just removed or like honestly, whoever at Perlibus was like, I I got it. I know what we can do to make PVE <laughs> guild content super engaging. Do you know those classes that we had them play for thousands of hours? Yeah. So we make them get on a cannon and make all that dumb shit irrelevant. And then they had to shoot the cannon at the boss and we don't actually have to do anything like that. No one likes con it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's super inconvenient to do. Um, guild masters and officers hate running it. You hate teaching it to people because there's inevitably someone I'm like, okay, God, you teach them the whole cannon system. You're, you're loading all the cannons and stuff for them because they're too stupid to do it themselves. You turn around and Leroy Jenkins or whatever is aiming the wrong fucking way. And you're like, bro, I forgot to tell you aim at the center of the pit at the giant fucking monster. Okay, you gotta aim the cannon <laughs> at the target in order to actually do something. Like I, <laughs> I hate con, dude. I've had such bad experiences with con and people not understanding how to do it. And I'm gonna be honest, dismantled. Back when I ran dismantled, we ran con every single week for eight months. I mean, uh, yeah, every single week for eight straight months, and not a single person got a heart. And we had over twenty people at con most of the time. Not a single person got a heart. That content is dead to me. I'm done with that content. And nowadays, when people ask me to do con, I say there will be no unionizing in this guild. 
Um, <laughs> we will shut. We will shut this branch down if I hear about any more of that con talk. <laughs> <laughs> but like, do you guys think it's a good idea to kind of transition? Like, if we transitioned world bosses into potentially, or even mm. if we just kept world well, bosses where they're at and gave people more guild scrolls to run more bosses mm. like that. Well, I've I've always wanted like a sort of like guild raid in BDO, and the world bosses could potentially be that guild raid. Add some sort of guild mechanics similar to the Ataraxium. No, no, we want a guild raid that's an actual raid, Jay. Don't sell yourself short. Okay, okay. Do not sell yourself short. Throwing out ideas here. (laughs) So, I want to see. I I think all the I think the mechanics for the bosses are mostly fine for world bosses, but I can remember very vividly like. Guild Wars 2 world bosses and like these huge like earth shattering events that would happen because the guild bosses are the world bosses in Guild Wars 2 were massive and there was thousands of players at these events and your game would literally lock up and the game would go your little laptop would go into hyperdrive trying to catch up but it just doesn't exist in BDO anymore and it's dead content look at Quentin Merka who make a lot yeah exactly <laughs> did you know when i first started playing the game and ogre rings were like you would just wear a raw ogre ring because that was the best thing that you could wear we would do quint all the time or no murka all the time and it was so much fun because it was a it was you'd have one person on your guild cannon mm-hmm. they'd be shooting the boss and then everybody else just would cannons. be oh. defend it was just one person cannons. just just one person just one, <laughs> your cannoneer would do it but like that content was really fun like all these bosses already have mechanics that are kind of baked into them anyways like some of them are just damage sponges which is kind of lame but um like they just their loot table needs to be revamped so badly like who cares about like you mean the world bosses right yeah yeah the world boss loot tables need to be fixed so badly because like who cares about my base karanda or my base uh dandy or my base zarka you get a base zarka and you're like oh this is garbage yeah oh wow i'll stick this in my chest when i eventually need a brand new weapon for a class that just came out or something yeah yeah you melt it for a quest or like it's just it's silliness and like field bosses need to be fixed too like who when's the last time you did a begs actually Uh. They're kind of don't Jay okay, don't. I, don't. Jay, I, to know, I know you. I know you are not about to tell me. There's no I shot. like the way they did field bosses. So if you didn't know, they changed it so that it's in a chain now. So Beg, Red Nose, and Doomtree will all spawn in a chain, and yeah, so you I can sort of predict. Yeah, yeah, they, they finally chained them, so you can boss train them in a single channel and then swap to the next channel, and mm. ideally you would get about five swaps, and that's like a lot of extra. It's actually pretty yeah. decent money. Yeah. I did I that was... with, uh, what is it, RARR? I did that with RARR uh, not that long ago. So I knew that they had changed it, but the, the loot tables just suck. I still, yeah, I still feel like field bosses are still crap. Even before they changed it, I remember accidentally walking into Beg one time as more of a late game, like, <laughs> like, like it was like a year ago. And I just started doing it for fun. I just I was yep. like killing it by myself. <laughs> and it got down to 25%. I'll never forget. This Tuvala Timmy spawns in and he's like, <laughs> He like looks around for a second. He's like, "Are you killing this yourself?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man." Like, and he's like, "Holy crap!" Like, he's he's like, I, I like it was just. And then I got like I got like a Kaffir stun, yeah, for Kaffir killing it. Stun. It was 
brutal. Like, total waste yeah. of time. I think the bosses are fine the way they are. I think they probably need to be updated a little bit. I here's one of the big things I have with them. Do you still lose crystals if you die to world bosses? Absolutely. Or, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Know. They need to. They need to remove that. That's silliness. Well, um, if they, they increase the loot table, then it's okay. If they increase the loot table, but you also need to like maybe. I don't know. Well, 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 no, crystals are pretty like healthy on the market right now. So maybe you do keep that in effect. I, the problem with that is that people still don't bring their mains to it because they don't want to lose their crystals. But you, ha you can swap now. Hang on. Hold up. I'm dumb. You can literally just take your crystals off now. Yeah. yeah so, um, um, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Revamp yeah. them. Make them harder. D yeah. d fix the loot table. It's garbage. <laughs> I don't know the last time I did a world boss that wasn't Garmoth or Vel. I don't even go to those anymore. People tell me, and I'm like, okay, I'm on my, on my way, uh, and then I just I go back to boat. sleep. I'm required to go to Ville. That's too bad. I think we have. I have. Two I have two. <laughs> you know, the funny thing, I have two boats, fully geared. Not at Ville. That's the funny. Dingy. That's the funny. Dingy. <laughs> don't care. Um, can't, can't be fucked. That sounds like something I got years ago. Done with that. Um, all right. Closing thoughts, Jake. Do you have anything to add? Um. Not really. I kind of agree with everything you guys have said. Like improve the loot tables. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, Tiltus, any 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 cl final closing comments there? Yeah. Um, I would like to see uh, focus. Like for the next year, I would like to see a really good focus on on the expansions and balance and stuff like that. I've said that before. I think if we get a class, it'll be in like November, and I would like for it to be a male class. Um, just because there's only like what nine of them in the game right now? Is that what you said? Uh, nine yeah, male classes. Yeah, yeah. Nine yeah. male classes. Yeah. So like, it'd be nice. Um, I think world bosses desperately need to revamp. Um, so yeah, I I feel like we talked about a lot of good stuff. Somebody at, at Pearl Abyss actually listen and and take some of these ideas and run with them. No I kidding. Would, I would be very excited to see some of this stuff. Um, yeah. And it's a pleasure talking to you guys, as always. Yeah. No, as mm -hmm. always. Um, guys, uh, big updates uh, as we kind of go into uh, the outro for the podcast here. Remember, if you miss the podcast live on Tuesday evenings, not a problem at all. The podcast is designed uh, to be able, so that you guys can listen to it at work um, or at school or wherever you're at. You can have video content in your ears if that's what you want to listen to. Uh, so the podcast is always launched on YouTube uh, by the time it comes up in the morning. So you can be a part of my YouTube channel. I know Jay Kuhn also posts it maybe a few mm -hmm. hours later, but he also posts it as well. And one of the big developments for the podcast this week, guys, is we are now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you can actually, yeah, you can actually, you can actually search for us on Spotify and the Apple Podcasts uh, by typing in the Old Moon Podcast, and there we go, right there. So you can always get your your weekly dose of BDO just driving in the car. Um, so, uh, please remember to, uh, tune in and listen to the podcast each week. Again, I'm your host, Blue Squadron. Uh, well, I am here with, go ahead, Jaycoon. Hi, um, I, my name is Jaycoon, House of Raccoon, the first of his name, the King of the Seven Kingdoms, Protector of the Rich Merchants Ring, the Brig of Olins, and the King of Dragon D's Nuts Across Your Face. Hi. <laughs> 
and I'm Triple's TV, guys. I rebranded it. I'm no longer Arslan. Um, <laughs> next week, I'm going to come back with an even longer title than Jacob's. Damn. Oh, mark my words. <laughs> we're going We're going in next we're week. Going. You we're watch me again. watch yeah. me intro yeah. with the Game of Thrones <laughs> music yeah. and just Game start pounding it. Yeah, exactly. Start playing Reigns of Castamere and just look at Exactly. I'm going to have a... Don't you have armor? Don't you have like... Um, like a plate armor or something. Fuck you guys. I'm gonna spot. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna hit the intro button. I'm gonna have a house sigil, like a banner <laughs> behind <sigil>. me. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Anywho, uh, this has been an excellent segment uh, of the Old Moon Podcast. That is gonna be a wrap for episode four. We will see you guys back next week uh, on Tuesday evening for episode mm-hmm. five.